What's up y'all, Parker of Social Sake here, just popping in quick to say that I am officially a full-time musician slash podcaster. Uh, so if you enjoy uh, all the content that I put out, it would mean the world if you subscribe to my Patreon, which is in the link below. Um, basically it's $5 a month starting at, and you can go there to check out the tiers and you can see uh, what it all helps me out with financially. If not, thank you so much for watching the podcast and supporting uh, the project by listening to music, coming to shows, buying merch, all that good stuff. Uh, but just wanted to, to shout that out quick. So um, thank you guys. Much love. Uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the podcast. Bye. So, what is um, archetypes? I've, I've seen it online and everything, and kind of heard through like Bridger that you guys started like a writing collective sort of thing. I didn't really dig too deep into it, so um, yeah. If you guys just want to like explain, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's this, just like also, yeah, this isn't like super formal or anything. We can like swear and uh, like uh, if you guys need to take a break or anything, we can do that too. Cool. So, it's like a job interview if fucking... yeah oh man I'm horrible <laughs> at everything um well yeah everything Arch- you say will be held against you yeah sure. just keep that I'm in incriminating mind. myself yeah, right yeah. now exactly <laughs> um but yeah Archetypes is a a writing design now film kind of group that me and my good friends Riley and Barry started last November Oh shit! Yeah, so like yeah. A year ago, last night. Yeah, we yeah. just we just celebrated, I guess, like a year nice. of writing, pretty much. Yeah, we, had, mean, a, we had a dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got, we, got we, some dinner. We went to Sabor Tropical in Bayview. You ever been yeah. there? No, no. Super good. Like, so many South times America recently, food? people will say like a new restaurant in Bayview that I've never heard of. <laughs> Bayview is that yeah. kind of place. Yeah, yeah. That in bars, sure. man. Like, yeah. Oh, you ever exactly. go to this bar in Bayview? No, right? no. never, never. <laughs> Cool. But so one year. Yeah, one yeah, year. One year. Um, thank you. Yeah, we're just kind of three people. We realized we kind of have the like similar outlooks on life, I guess, or like design and and writing. So um, yeah. we had become kind of closer that summer as friends. So we're like, yeah, why not? Cool. Let's try it. You guys write together normally, like consistently. I think honestly, it's kind of funny because like I don't think we write together at all. I think Riley and I have both like made it pretty clear that's like when we're all together, like it feels like we write worse. (laughs) So it's like at least we write less. Yeah, because like you know we're just like talking to each other, and it's like you know the whole point of writing is like getting that shit on paper and it's like if I'm with you guys I'm not gonna be fucking I'm like I'll just say my ideas why would I write them down yeah right, <laughs> right, right. verbal stories you gotta have a, a voice recording going pretty much yeah dude right. see Willie tries that fucking Willie does that and it always sounds like so scary cause he always has his phone in his pocket and sounds like trying to like incriminate or like catch someone oh man I didn't know like dude this audio wasn't like muffled and like scary I'd be like I'd post this on Arkansas yeah right I've done that a few times sometimes of like if I'm having a good conversation I'll just put my phone down and record it just to like I won't post it maybe like use the audio in a song maybe but every time I've done it like God, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> True, I'm like, 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 myself. Even editing these podcasts, I I don't 
enjoy them that much just because I feel like I sound like a dweeb sometimes. I feel like that's everyone. Like, you yeah. just hear your own voice and you just hate it. There's just yeah, something about yeah. hearing your own. It's like... It's not having that resonance in your skull. That might be right. it, too. Yeah. What is it? I think if you hold... Oh, yeah. It's like in I think front if of... you do this... Yeah. Because the sound wave travels down your cheek. So if you talk like this, that's how you... Similar, pretty close to what you sound like. This is yeah. how I sound. This your is voice sounds a little higher. Oh, like shit. The, yeah, because uh, yeah, it's not like echoing yeah. in your rib cage or, yeah, or, yeah. or oh, something. So you don't so feel different. it in your belly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the diaphragm. Yeah. Cool. So one year of uh, writing. Like, um, yes. What is your... I guess, so what you just kind of just work all three of you together creatively on different projects and bounce ideas off of each other yeah the way it's been going for a while now is max will does max is real prolific with his designs and then we'll sort of write something based on the design because we i mean i know i do best when i have something to like draw inspiration from or at least like give me like an impetus to write something sure I think that's how we all are. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of started the, the first one was a little more concrete, like around a, a theme. And then as it went on, it, it just kind of got more and more abstract. And then it's like, oh, whatever. Just write something that kind of is similar to this. or So it just got more loose, which was nice yeah. because we were kind of early on, like last November and December. <laughs> we're just like, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> we just kind of like didn't... Um, we didn't know how to keep it up by having like a concrete theme, I guess. So yeah, so. is it more of like fiction or uh, just kind of uh, whatever you're thinking? I don't think there's really like a, like one genre we stick to because like we'll have the word. Max usually comes up with the word, and it's like, uh-huh. like you said, it's really loose. It's <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. like we're like setting boundaries for ourselves or anything, but it is nice to like start somewhere and just sort of have like a word to go with right right oh what, what are like some words that you would start with in the past or what it's always yeah. like an eighth grade level <laughs> like kind of obscure word yeah so we have the one that came out last the first one that had one word was carapace last year which is like a the shell of a turtle or like a kind of like an armored plate and that was just kind of about um inauthenticity so, you mm. know, a carapace that you put up, I guess. Yeah. And I, because I had seen a turtle at a nature center, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> that would be, that's a great word. Um, I but, didn't even know what that meant. Oh, no. <laughs> carapace. Yeah, it's like a kind of a shield. Yeah. Or just, yeah. But, um, like, we just had one called unrest. Unrest. Which is all stuff that's related to, you know, being uneasy about right. one or one thing or the other. Right. Yeah. And then, um, what are the other yeah. ones? Well, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. That's great. He's too distracting. I don't want to stop the fun for him. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the one, like the single words though, I can't, I can't even like, it's our own work. And I'm like, I'm struggling to think of like the actual words. Cause I feel like that's usually how loose it is. It's like, right. It's like, we'll just get the one word and it's like, you know, you don't even have to like use the word or anything. Right. It's just even like, there, you, it gives you like a starting point to, to go off of. Exactly. Like, yeah. Point. Brother. Crab cake. Crab cake. Oh my God. What a sweet dog. For oh real. my God. <laughs> Struggling right needy. now. He's pretty needy. It's okay. Um, crab cake. 
And then, so when you write, um, do you normally? How do you guys each write? Do you write with like a, a physically pen and paper, pencil and paper, or do you prefer actually, typing it out? I feel like usually we've it? done a few times where it's like we use like a uh, Mac. We'll like type it out, and usually, but like a few times, Max has done like typewriting, like uh, oh, converting yeah. it to a typewriter. So sure. it's just like I got this, something like that. Yeah, that texture is really cool. Yeah, I got a um, this really nice typewriter from my aunt. Shout out my Aunt Jude. Hey, you're watching. Shout out Aunt Thank Jude. you. But I got a really good typewriter from her. She actually had an article written about her a while ago for having like 35 vintage typewriters in her house. It was just like in the in the journal Sentinel. So she's the plug. Damn, 35. Something like that. Yeah, like Holy a shit. like a not a record amount, oh but goodness. close to a record. <laughs> but yeah, so she she gave me that and then and it was like a vintage one. It wasn't like a new. No, not like it's yeah. Very difficult to type on. You have to like. And that's why she gave it to me. She's like, I know you're, you're stronger. You're strong. Or <laughs> yeah, like strong fingers. Yeah, sign of strength. <laughs> yeah, owning a typewriter. I mean, yeah, you have to really like punch it in. It's like hard yeah. to do. We need to. Yeah, we haven't done a typewriting thing since actually the first one. So and then I used uh, typewriting for one of our things called Tumble. Just for the like cover design, right. but we gotta we gotta go back to it because it is a nice texture, like yeah. you said. Yeah. So I want to talk before or again about the um, your Instagram reels and connecting your the reels like the bri- making the bridge between writing and the twenty first century or whatever mm. era we're in with like <laughs> video content. Yeah. Um, I almost want to pull up your Instagram right now. You said you made one. Yeah, we got yeah, one out right now. Couple yeah. more in the works. Currently working on yes. one more, which well two, because it's broke and which Riley's new one. And then rest. Oh, have you been inspired <laughs> yeah. by other people who have done this already, or is are you just trying to make something? I think that was more kind of like uh, why we started doing it, because it was like we didn't like there weren't a lot of people writing and also posting writing at the same time. I don't want to shit on anyone that is like currently writing i guess i don't know that many active writers in milwaukee but i mean it just weren't like we didn't see anyone else like doing like you know what we wanted to do pretty much with like a group writing like sort of themes and then branching off with like video the three talent yeah the, the thought was that like usually we post stuff that'll be just blocks of text that you have to swipe through and read. Uh-huh. It's like if you're scrolling on Instagram, you're probably not gonna stop in your tracks and read. Right. But this, I feel like you would just stop in your tracks. Yeah, this is nice. And my roommate Andrew played the guitar. Some of the footage I took in South Dakota this past summer. Sure. Some of it very appropriated. Yeah. Did you take it with your phone or is this? All... It's like an old camcorder. I think that's that's your footage, Riley. Yes. Yeah. They had the bird. There's like a clip of a bird yeah, flying by that Riley was really so trying to emphasize. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I love this. Makes me think of this one. Do you know the. Um, it's a Thanks, company bro. called Sunburnt? Sunburnt? No. Sunburnt. Oh, crab cake. There's a dude named Sam. He used to be around Milwaukee. Um, that uh, I think this is his company. But does uh some films and uh kind of like really like vintage stuff that i really like hmm. a uh, very good writer i'm not sure who writes his stuff it might be him but basically the big thing was this last project um like right when covid hit 
him and two other buddies basically went uh, hitchhiking on trains and they made a whole like documentary on film about it mm. oh yeah but it's all on YouTube. Me and Michael watched it recently. And it, yeah. It was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. That does look cool. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to find like the... I really like the right, like the narration too. I don't know who like narrated it. Um, now we're going to give you a real inside view. An actual interview in a genuine hobo jungle. You fellas come a long way? Yeah. 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 Who was the poet that reached out to read art for our reels? Barry would know. I don't remember. Well, was it Ophelia? No, the no, poet that you, that you make videos for. Oh, J.D. John Darren. He's a, yeah, he's a uh, current like Milwaukee writer. He's actually, he's really good. I don't oh, know yeah. if you can look it up. You John just look D. up J.D. the poet. Oh, is he... Um... Is he around? Yep, I think he's he's friends with Will. Kinda. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh, I, I met this dude. Yeah, he's fun. I did like this <laughs> video. Like, this is a really good poem. Like, yeah, I, wanna, poem I still haven't heard his voice yet. Too. Actually, white-looking natives don't empathize with Hispanics. They hate niggas too. Syrian refugees don't understand it. They hate niggas too. Croatians here illegally. No one hunts them. They hate niggas too. Dominicans kick Haitians out. What a sin. Yeah, same kind of text. They hate yeah. niggas too. Didn't she make Saudis I did uh, I got with footage for this one, but oh, okay. uh, they Willie did all the subtitling. Mexicans who gotcha. don't cut grass aren't our friends. They hate niggas too. Poor Caucasians in trailers feel good about whiteness. They hate niggas too. Laotian and Hmong killed in favor of ethnic cleanliness. They hate niggas too. Where's this Poor, disenfranchised uh, people really hate themselves. I gotta wait for it to finish up. But I mean, most because of the footage is. Uh, too. That's that piece. That last line wraps niggas it all too. together. Oh, shit. Well, sorry, I missed that. White looking natives don't. The whole point is like just. Uh, like sort of just like different groups being like marginalized by like people within their own country. Mm -hmm. So it was like uh, the Hmong and the, the other Laotian. one I forget, Laotian. He talks about a Dominican and Haitian because there was like a crazy like law passed by the Dominican Republic, I think it is. Uh, they basically, anyone that was born in Haiti but lived in the Dominican Republic was essentially now a Haitian citizen and no longer like a Dominican right. citizen. So everyone that was in the Dominican that was born in Haiti lost their citizenship overnight and basically became like people that were like, you know, they were just, yeah, they were, you know, shat on by like their own government pretty much where they were like, yeah, we don't have enough work for you. So go back to Haiti. Like, gotcha. So they had, were they deported? Yeah, it was like sort of the, yeah, I, I don't know like the full process that went on after like the law was passed, but it was like essentially they were like interviewing people after the fact. And it's like, yeah, like I don't have a job anymore. I can't get a job. So yeah. I'm probably going to have to go back to Haiti. But it's like, you know, it's like people that are born there and then immediately move like while they're still babies type shit. Like, 
you know, it's like fucking, you know, shit you don't have control over. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, by the way, you're not a citizen anymore. But yeah, I mean, that whole poem is like sort of like, yeah. like a, like civil conflict mm. in a way. Yeah, he's a, he, he came to a, what was it, Best Impressions night that Queese Terry hosted. Gosh, I hope he's not going to be whining. Um... And uh, yeah, really interesting, dude. He was saying some funny stuff. That yeah, dude, he dude, is like, he's so out there, man. Nicest fucking guy, but like, I don't know. There are like times where it's like, it's obviously like sensitive content that I'm editing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I'm like, damn, I kind of feel kind of bad. I'm just like getting all this footage, and then he's just like the nicest dude. Like, nah, man, nah. Like, this shit is amazing. Like, uh-huh. doing great. I'm like, all right, word. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's like the nicest guy. He's an amazing writer. I feel like we should honestly do something with him because he's like published. Like he's had, he's like self-published his own books. What does it mean to be published as a writer? Just be having stuff out. I, well, I mean, there's company? there's two ways of like getting published. Like the first route is obviously like getting a publisher that already exists, like a publishing company. Which like, like you'll a deal with a publishing essentially company. yeah just a deal with like a publishing so company. So do they give you like. I'm going to give you X amount of dollars for this quarter or whatever, but you have to make this project a kind of book or whatever. Yeah, it's basically if you're publishing through a company, they like help you like they have connections already, which like they'll like help you sell your book with. But if you're publishing by yourself, you essentially have to like get all your networking done by yourself. Right. You don't have like a company backing you like vouching that your work is like solid already you're essentially you have to like sell yourself like right which you know so like, hard because it's yeah. not like uh like as a musician it's not like you can show somebody one song like you really have to take the time of day to read exactly. somebody's material that's what i'm saying yeah man it's literally like i feel like most arts are like that where it's like yeah you can like show someone like just a random person your music but like yeah, I don't know. Just like being consistent with like showing people and posting and like, yeah, I don't that's know. yeah. That's the <laughs> idea with archetypes too is kind of having a kind of an appealing cover. So if people want to just look at the cover, that's fine. Just be like, oh, that looks nice. But then if they want to, you know, keep scrolling, they can see the the stuff that we've written and kind of have a more. Uh, I don't know. Dive deeper. Yeah, dive deeper. And then... I think it's kind of integral to our approach that we know reading isn't something people just do all the time, super easily. Yeah. Do you guys read a lot? Okay, I'm out. I've been... Yeah, yeah, this year especially, I've been reading all kinds of... I'm kind of taking a break now just because I finally got to like a burnout point. Um, But yeah, I used to read a lot as a kid and then... All through high school, I did not read a single book for fun. But then, yeah. it must have been during COVID because I had all these books that I just hadn't gotten to. My dad is a big reader, and I was nice. living with him, so I read like Dune and um, just a big book. It is a big yeah. book. I had the time never though. Luckily, that book. Man. I'm never <laughs> reading. Yeah. Just watch the movie. David Lynch one, man. No, well that one too. That one's awesome. Um, but yeah, so just. Last year I read a lot of a lot of stuff, and then this year I think I've read like over twenty books. Like pretty, some of them pretty short, but a lot of classics. And I read yeah. one philosophy book, so that's well, my big project for the year. We do more reading um, together than writing together, for really? sure. 
So these yeah. guys really bounce like certain style of writing off each other, like Cormac McCarthy and. We love Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, I think we're all Cormac pilled. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I haven't read any Cormac is McCarthy, he, uh, but is he into it. books out? He did uh, yeah. No Country for Old Men. Oh like, he wrote God. the, the yeah. original. Yeah, like, that's like book. one of my favorite movies. You can like that's really one of the few yeah. movies I've seen where I'm like I can watch that and very much like get McCarthy's writing style through like the visuals. It's so well, like, it's so like existential did and like drawn out. Did he work on the movie out. too, or is it just? I, I think he did. Did he? I, I think he like assisted in the yeah. screenplay. I mean, he died this year actually, so, but he would have been around back then. Yeah, which that is, is I feel really like, nice. Yeah, if you're making like a movie about a book, it's like yeah. you can usually tell if it's gonna be good or not if like they have the author on set or not. <laughs> right. It's also the yeah. Coen brothers, so they're like yeah. masters of what they do. They're probably going to be pretty thorough about it. Facts. What but, else have they done, the Coen brothers? Um, I remember just... Burn After Reading. They did Fargo. Fargo, right. They did... Um, Good Times, or was that... Safties. That that's Safties. Other brothers. <laughs> Newer brothers. Brother yeah. filmmaker. <laughs> yes. Get them mixed Good up Times is time. a cool film. That was yes. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And that was, uh, and what's uh, his name? Uh, Benny Safdie. Yeah, he plays, yeah, yeah. He plays right. the brother. I saw another I brother. remember I watched like the first 15 minutes of that and now I'm like forgetting everything else. Yeah, it was like, a while ago. <laughs> Don't be hard on yourself. And then not realizing it was Robert Pattinson until like... I know. Like the other week when it was on Netflix, and I was like, oh my god, it's Robert Pattinson. What? That's I've him? Seen this movie. Yeah. Seen that movie after Batman. That must, that must be a surreal experience. Like, what did you guys think it. of Batman? I, I thought it was pretty good. I I was like, <laughs> I didn't have high expectations for it, but I just went to the theater with, with Barry and then some friends, and then I was like, you know what? It's pretty good. He's like really edgy, and he has like. Running mascara and I didn't like it. <laughs> no, that's fair. I I, I wouldn't like defend it if I got into an argument. But I think, I think Robert Pattinson was a he was a fine Batman. The movie was just like but it looks so cool. <laughs> but it's so awesome. It was a pretty emo version of Batman, but also the I didn't like how there was like no romantic buildup between him and Catwoman the entire time. And oh yeah, and that. they have this kissing scene. That does. Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. So he just like sees her, and that's like we're supposed to assume that it's romantic because yeah. they show a shot of her. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It. that's how movies work. Oh, he sees her, so that means they're in love. He barely right. had like any. Word. I mean, I guess Batman rarely talks that much anyway, but he barely. I don't know. And then the ending scene when he's like wading through the water. To like save these people was, and then there's like a narration of like what heroes are. Oh yeah, that's, just that's like, stupid. This is so that's so cheesy. stupid. Showing like yeah. footage of police and it, shit. It's it like yeah, the police aren't bad. It was yeah. just cheesy. No, that's fair. I just, I'm such a sucker for just like aesthetics. Like if it looks good, yeah. I just, like I rewatched Avatar <laughs> two with my family. I'm like, like do you see how cool that looks? Like the dumbest <laughs> writing ever, and like. The dumbest <laughs> villain, and but if it, it looks cool, so we I watched did, Pacific like, Rim really recently. Like, That's I think your your like draw to cool stuff is the only way we got through that movie. Yeah, I was because at least we literally cool skipped Mac through points. it. We Riley was like, let's just not even watch it. Let's just skip to the action scenes because yeah. the rest of it was just like Pacific Rim. Though. I've like, never like, seen that. Oh, it's, don't that you don't need to. You don't need to. It's just like a big like mech. Fighting big monsters. Oh, okay. Kind of movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I recently learned what mech means. Like really? Robot. robot. Is it M-E-K? M-E-C-H. Mech. Yeah. Like mechanic. Mechanic. Yeah. Okay. Can't yeah. wait till the government like actually has those. You want the government? I'm willing to, to wait. I'm willing to wait for <laughs> giant robots. I mean, come on. You're That'd be awesome, right? Anybody to have them, or just specifically <laughs> privately owned? Not, not for home defense, obviously, yeah. but like, fucking, you know, just like, you know, country defense. Sure. <laughs> just a wall around the boat. Yeah. It's like Atlantis. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like, uh, have you guys seen that? The Atlantis with Milo Finch. Oh, wait, oh, the so animated movie? Animated? Yeah. One of my favorite movies. That's yeah. honestly I one of my slept-on movies. I feel like that, like Treasure Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Oh, that's Dude, good. so yeah. good. Man. Oh my yeah. god, I never saw it. Were those DreamWorks? Yeah, yeah, two like D. Yeah, 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 I think so. I feel like DreamWorks. They made know, like right? the weird. They like dude. They made the weirdest movies, man. But they were good. I did like DreamWorks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, like they fucking they experimented. Uh, Iron Giant was DreamWorks, but I remember really liking Iron Giant. It might have been yeah, like early. That made a lot of money what too. Was his name? Hogarth! Hogarth. Yeah. Strange Hogarth. name. Such a weird name. Yeah, I remember being cool like name. 10 years old and hearing that. I'm like, no way that's his DreamWorks. They also made the classic film Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas. I have it on DVD. One of the greatest hmm. 2D animated movies ever. Hmm. It's like so silly. Brad Pitt plays Sinbad. I think it was like the last 2D animated movie they ever made. Mm. And then they folded because no one watched it. Um, but it has like, I have the whole movie memorized. Sinbad is also a comedian. <laughs> he is also a comedian, yeah. And also a story in Thousand One Nights. Oh, yeah. dude, I remember this yeah. guy. I, I don't really remember I the. I feel like if I watch the movie again, I'd get all these flashbacks, but I can't really. Deep memory. I remember losing my shit during this movie. I feel like there were so many scenes that I was like, I was like oh man, I remember that. I was we, telling you, I was like, I'd never movie? seen it. It kind of reminds me it. of the. Have you seen The Prince of Egypt? Yeah, yeah I think that like was that. also DreamWorks. That was like a big hit, though, if I remember correctly. I went to Catholic middle school and we <laughs> watched this movie like every Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it has so, to be. They look the, the yeah. animation style. I do love that animation style. Yeah. It's really good. I gotta see this. I've seen it once probably a long time ago, but... Yeah. But. There's this one song in it that's like, All I've ever wanted. Banger of a song. <laughs> <laughs> Is Let My People Go in that one too? Yeah. Let's Is that what you're saying? Um, I don't think that's the song, but that's the... Um, so that's two. That, yeah, there's two, yeah, there's two, two songs in this that. movie? There's two also another song bangers. when... Um, the there he finally gets to like the desert people after running away from Egypt yeah. and then um is basically like the time lapse of him getting accustomed to their culture and like dropping his old ways but that song also I, I can't really think of it right now hmm. is also a banger <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's how I feel with yeah. uh, Mulan dog oh my god Mulan. some of the best music in an animated movie I've ever heard man. I haven't Fucking, seen that in a while it's like uh Oh man, this is the fucking make a man out of you, the fucking like train oh, song. Yeah. True, true. What was I thinking of Pocahontas? That's awful. Pocahontas. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Pocahontas. I haven't seen either of them. Me neither. Mulan is great. I fucking love Mulan. Yeah. Six Swords. The, the live action one. <laughs> yeah, the live action Mulan. My favorite movie of all time. What? Have you seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> was it good? I mean, has there's no way. Have you guys seen Tusk? 
No. Mm. Oh, that's with uh, the guy from Barbarian, right? Like the uh, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it he's is. fucking. Uh, what is his I name? Looked, I looked him up the other Scarsgard? day. Scarsgard? No, not no, Scarsgard. He's like the guy who is. Oh, the, the old, uh, the old man. Oh god, yeah, that kind of gave it away a little bit. I feel like it's one of those movies where you just gotta watch. Uh, Kevin it's Smith. a fucking. It's a crazy. Kevin fucking Smith movie. made it. It's this uh, Justin Long, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was the uh, Lily Rose Dev, AT and T guy, like the Verizon Wireless guy, wasn't he? I think uh, Lily mm. Rose. Dev, she plays like a. Uh, well, she, yeah, she's Clark, a small yeah. role. Johnny Depp is in this movie. Like that's so awesome. Hilly Joel Osment, dude. Oh my god. This dude, I just found out. What does he do? He he's does, in the Sixth uh, Sense. Yeah, the Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. he's like a and child. AI, actor. the art- artificial intelligence <laughs> that Spielberg made. Oh, yeah, yeah, right there. He was also in the boys. Man. I remember he had like that. He was mesmer. Yeah, he was in the boys. It's like the what? guy that could like touch your hand, like know what you're thinking. Yeah, like, he was like a child star in, yeah. in the show too. But oh shit, yeah, true. He's like a nice guy. Yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking because I saw Tosk the other day. Like, <laughs> Epic wheel shit. This is, Barbarian was also really dude. Cool. I like that. Yeah, there I, I watched it. It was like. I was blown away by that movie, man. That was like it's so original. It's so like yeah, right. switches into a new thing yeah. every forty minutes. It's so cool. Yeah, I wish there yeah. were more movies like it. Yeah, well, well, it kind of made me think of the. Have you guys seen uh, shit? Michael showed it to me. He told me to watch it. It's like white awesome. bear. Like a, oh, uh, yeah. It's Brown? with uh, Black Bear. Black Bear. Yeah. And Black Bear. I haven't seen it, but I know, he recommended that to me so long ago. That's a movie where it's Sorry, like, Mike. it goes one way the entire way, and then it switches right in the middle, and then it goes a whole. It's like, mm. what the fuck? Yeah. I fucking love when movies yeah. do that. I mean, I love when movies do that well. Because it's like really yeah. easy to just like. Dude, it was... You can cut a scene wherever the fuck you want. It doesn't yeah. make it like a good cut. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's very like you just have to know like where the scene ends to yeah, fucking, like, right. be able to do that. And like, to loop it back too, because it's, it's kind of interesting when it's like a whole like the same world. Like, is this the same world or is this the same like I don't know? Just having your brain go through the like, just trying to figure it yeah, out man. and then having it resolve at the end is really really satisfying there's Definitely. a there's a really good japanese movie called one cut of the dead it's like a horror movie about it's like a found footage kind of thing these oh. filmmakers are making a movie about zombies but then it kind of just it's like one of those movies where it has a huge twist it's like literally in the end credits but it's very cool so right. shout out to that movie <laughs> yeah what was that called one cut of the dead I feel like I've heard that title somewhere. Okay. I don't know. I, I Never have heard of it or seen it, but it just made me think of like the idea of like an actual zombie movie, but then it cuts to like the people like filming a movie about people filming making a zombie movie. Yeah, it's something and like then that. It's like zombie attack actually happens. Right. Filming a fake zombie. It's That's like, got to be like an actual movie. I feel nesting like. dolls. Nesting dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's definitely a thing though, where it's like. I don't know. I feel like you could pitch any idea to me. I'd be like, oh, that's probably been done. <laughs> that's probably, someone's probably done that. <laughs> sure. What, what is, um, yeah, I guess we can segue into uh, your film, Barry. Bulldog, my film. Oh, Is it out yet? Or is it it's uh, the, we finished shooting the whole thing. It, it, like, we're done shooting. We're just like editing right now. It's mostly like Willie, like helping out with the edit. Yeah. Like, uh, Willie helps with every project. I Dude, literally, Willie is like, Willie's like beast mode, dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Just every like, just asking him to work on anything. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. He really, I mean, He'll he's give like, you the best ideas. 
Why didn't I think of that? Literally. Why did you just come in here and give me a better idea than mine? Yeah. <laughs> just call in Willie yeah, at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Like, hey, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> you up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> I need an idea. Yeah. I'm do it. Yeah, what no. should I dream about tonight? <laughs> yeah. It's like just start screaming random words like, come on, Willie, say something back. <laughs> yeah, right. No, Willie actually wrote two stories for, for us. He's He sent in these kind of really, one of them is like a really loose, like, prose poetry almost just one line and then a space and then one line and then he sent in like a like a folk tale i'm like just so impressed with his range he's a really wacky writer yeah he's both of the stories were i was like wow this is really good hell yeah Yeah, like i feel like you guys i can definitely tell like when there's like a theme going on but like willie it's like the shit that he's turned in, it's been like, what are you fucking thinking? Like, I know. Like, where is this coming from? It's <laughs> great. You never yeah. know what to expect. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I fucking, I love that though. Like anytime yeah. someone is just like, I, I feel like uh, I can usually tell through like doodling. Like anytime someone is like some really crazy doodles, I'm like. Yeah. His drawings are crazy. Willie's just a crazy guy. Facts. I'm always like, I'm so impressed with what Willie can just like whip up. Cause I feel like he's oh he's probably watching this right now. I love you, <laughs> but he, I feel like he's just always working on something and always working that creative muscle to the point where he can just like spit cool shit out all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like a muscle you gotta like always practice on, and he's always putting in the the work. Just yeah, like doodling or whatever, just like letting it flow out. Cause uh, yeah, I mean, even with like uh, the sick was like the movie that he was doing with Ethan yeah. before Bulldog, and it was like you could tell like he was a hundred percent invested. Un- unbelievable! Like, I remember I made yeah. like this. I was like in charge of like making the barf for his throw up scene, <laughs> and dude, it was it was the most disgusting Ugh. shit I'd ever. Made. It was it was like. Can you tell us what it was? Yeah, no, it was like Mountain Dew, like water, chili, oh. dish soap, and like beer. Wow. Dude, it to was, get it bubbly? Yeah. I wanted it to be like, you know, looking like foamy and shit. Like, right. ugh. But, but uh, the dish soap, was it, did he have to put it in his mouth? He didn't have to drink it. That's the thing. He didn't have to like That's swallow good. any of it. So I was like, okay, like I told him beforehand, I was like, okay, if there's dish soap in yeah, here. Yeah, I feel like, like you could, you I snuck been it in. Good. Like, yeah, you would have been good at <laughs> Like yeah, I got you uh, the the mix, man. The witches, <laughs> clean your mouth out. <laughs> Dirty ass, man. Nah, no, that was fucking. He like took it like a champ, though. He fucking. I want to rewatch that movie. It's that like you, I don't think we can see it until it's out of like festival runs or. I something. never yeah. understood that. I know, We're right? That's yeah, annoying. It's like it. just put it on YouTube. I know. Why does run in the festival? Specifically talking to Mike, he's probably watching this too, but. <laughs> With Yellow Weekends, I was just like, get this fucker on YouTube. For so real, for just, real. Like, see it for free. The um, And I think just the publicity of just having people share the link if they like it or just like the ease of not having to pay for it yeah. really is worth it. Yeah. That's like the weird thing with, I mean, like going like an independent route if you're like you're like an indie filmmaker or like just actually like turning into a, a film festivals. It's like most film festivals they literally require it's like this film cannot exist anywhere else like, right it's like it's yeah, like yeah, if it exists anywhere else beforehand it's like they're like okay you could have made this whenever because usually i mean you know it's like film festivals are like recent films like what you've been making so yeah i feel like it'd be weird to just like turn something in from like 2016 and like today like <laughs> oh, this is my film right like, yeah has um, there ever been a 
a, a time when there's been a short film that's been put up on YouTube and it just gets like it goes viral and then the film it makes the film festival people kind of turn their heads and be like, okay, this is. I like, wonder God. definitely. I remember there was a uh, there was a stop motion like Lego animation. I don't know if you guys yeah, people remember. got really into those. I it was really it was one of the first ones, really like one of the first like animations. Like I know somebody Legos. that you know Jesse Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she like used to do Lego videos back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think uh, I think they were in the film program. Like I don't yeah, know if they actually I don't know if they were in the film program, but what were you saying about Lego? I remember, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, it was a it was like a Lego like uh, short film that was like it was posted only on YouTube. Like it wasn't really. I don't know if they were like turning it into film festivals, but it blew up on YouTube. Uh huh. And it ended up like winning like a fucking like Oscar or something. I don't know. It won like an award like <laughs> yeah. for like you know yeah. like best like short film or whatever. Yeah. So I mean there are like like if you truly are like being recognized for having like above average work like amazing stuff. I yeah. feel like you know no one's really gonna like keep you from like getting yeah. to the limelight. Like I feel like someone's gonna notice eventually. But yeah, also I feel like the timeline of whatever you project your like people's like filmmaker career is i'm pretty out of touch with it but from my perspective i'm like wouldn't you just want as many people as possible to see your work right yeah. now rather yeah. than like gatekeeping it from the public to submit to these film festivals that you may or may not even get into and then once it does get to the film festivals like who's gonna see it like i i'm not gonna see it because <laughs> i don't i'm not really in that film festival world I mean, it builds hype for sure because, I mean, as we're talking about it now, like, and I've told friends about it, I'm like, this is like one, like the, one of the greatest short films I've ever seen. But it's like you got to wait like a year to see it. So it is kind of like that anticipation is cool. But, um, yeah. Dude, I feel like if I'll... Sick was on YouTube, that like people it... would watch it one time and be like, like, I don't know. I feel like there's certain people that love to share crazy shit to their friends. So I feel yeah. like that would just in itself. Yeah. That's the funniest like, thing, though. Uh, Ethan, the, he, like, he made sick. But, like, the thing was he kind of, like, blew up on a TikTok before that. Like, he has, like, a pretty decent yeah, following on TikTok. Yeah. And there's this one guy that, like, legitimately sends him something. He sends him, like, ten messages, like, every day. Like, literally, like, this guy, like, he's just in the middle of the road, like, he's got, like, shitty, like, green screen effects of, like, him blocking cars and shit, and, like, literally all he makes videos about are, like, people driving too fast in his neighborhood. Whoa. That's, like, and he posts, he posts, like, ten times a day. Like, the most niche content I've ever seen. But he fucking loves Ethan. Like, he literally hits Ethan up, is like, all the time. Is this dude popular as well? I don't, I don't think so. I think, it, like, he probably has, like... Maybe like a thousand followers or so. I don't even yeah. like know his like handle or yeah. anything. I can't yeah. even give him credit. <laughs> yeah. Big, uh, but it's, it's the funniest shit, man. It's like, fan. dude, he literally fucking he keeps asking Ethan for his phone number. Oh, that's like, cool. and Ethan is like, he's so tempted to give it to him, but he doesn't want to just based on the fact that's like, okay, <laughs> like if he has my phone number, he could literally like call me like every yeah, single yeah. like right. hour of every day, like. <laughs> Like, it's cool. You know, it's cool having, like, a fan like that. Dude, <laughs> like, uh, I think you should leave. Oh, dude, know. I've only seen the, uh, the gimme that, like, the professor oh, yeah. in the give fucking, re- like, gimme that. I should have got that. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> professor, you're ruining the dinner. <laughs> just keep calling There's the professor. There's a funny one that, I, that made me think of, um, 
like um, I'm gonna butcher it so bad, but there's uh, uh, Tim Robinson is playing like a, a the main I guess boss of this political party, and they're in the office, and all of a sudden his phone is going around because they're all putting in lunch orders, and so there's this one coworker from a distance, and Tim Robinson is talking to like a different coworker. And all of a sudden, he notices this one coworker like with his phone, like putting in, supposed to be putting his order in, but he's like, like <laughs> going through it. And then he's like, "What is he doing?" And then he heads over to the guy with his phone, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "I'm mad at you." <laughs> he's like, "I'm mad at you." I, don't know. <laughs> I do it all the time, but I feel like just being on camera, I'm not giving you justice. <laughs> um, but basically, he's like, you're not following me on Instagram. <laughs> and it's just like super, uh, it just kind of stems into this whole thing. I'm just a crazy stalker person. Uh, you didn't follow me back. Dude, I've definitely <laughs> done that to someone before. Where I've been like, yo, didn't follow me back, man. Like, y'all like up, pensive. Man? Like, I thought, I thought we were homies. Like, <laughs> it is a weird thing in this day and age to follow back. That is like, I feel like it's, I don't know. I mean, social media is like, it's like, that's what's used for to get in like maybe contact with people you don't know. Right. But that's like the like, second it's someone like you do know, it's like, Oh yeah. man, I don't want to follow that. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be a personal thing just with how much like, I don't know, just the, the, with mental health and everything. If you don't know what's going on through someone else's brain and what they want their pro their feed to look like. And like, I don't think it needs to be a whole thing if they're not following you, but yeah, I don't know. I utilize the mute button a little bit sometimes. Hmm. That, that's probably helpful. Yeah, I like yeah. to like, follow people back that like I want to think you're a cool person. Like I want to like just not follow you out of that uh, <laughs> kind of the uh, stereotype. But um, yeah, the mute button's kind of nice just for like my mental clarity and like keeping the feed clean. Sure, definitely. I feel like most of the stories I like try to view are like usually just like other artists or like you know people posting like about what they're doing like. Uh, like creatively i feel like that's like you know i'm staying up to date on that like it's not like stalking someone like, <laughs> you know if i uh, on the other hand it's give like me your number give me, <laughs> give me, your, me, number. Give me your number Archetypes, i need to know what you're doing right now type super fans <laughs> so many of them it's just like us texting each other like, yeah we're our own super fans it's like kicking <laughs> our feet in there what's like a project you guys are working on right now that um I think so uh, we've, we've got these we've got these two video stories coming out. He's working on one called Broke, and I'm working on one called Rest. They're cool. both like damn near done. Cool. Yeah, Just Broke was like we wanted stages. to uh, we wanted to get that out for November, but I mean I got fucking wrapped up with like he's work he's busy bulldog. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. The only one in class is butt mass. <laughs> I've been graduated. You guys all <laughs> video edit. Oh, I just man. edited the uh, the one for rest, but it's yeah. I can't even say I edited the video. I made like text boxes for yeah. the writing, but the video itself is like a thirty second video of some ducks that I took yep. at the Morton Arboretum, cut straight into a like a twenty second video of a goose. That's cool. At the yeah. same arboretum, so it's not yeah. like editing, so to speak. I used to edit, it, but yeah, more thanks. than <laughs> many uh, older people can do these days. Sure. <laughs> It did take me an embarrassingly long time to figure out how to like make my text boxes be consistent with each other. Sure. Mm. I was like manually making a new one every time. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just copy and pasting. Yeah. I'd like to try to do some video editing because I used to. The reason I know how to do like Photoshop in the first place, which is what I do the 
the design on mm-hmm. is because we had this, I was very fortunate to have like a computer class in high school where we kind of learned how to use like, it was Illustrator, Photoshop, and then Premiere Elements. It wasn't Premiere because that would probably have been too mm. much. <laughs> but, um, so I have all these old designs from high school where it's just like, I was just making like funny stuff. So I'm not going to like hate on it, but they are really rough. Just like pictures of me and my friends like holding swords or like fake album covers. <laughs> Harry has my flash drive right now because it has the poster for Bulldog so he could look at them. But it's just like... Disposed. Yeah, right. Going through the folder. I'm like, damn, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what is this? like this? 10 years old now. But yeah, so... But I want to try putting like music in the background and just like shooting footage and just making fun stuff. Because I have Creative Cloud... I'm bound to pay for it, mm-hmm. so might as well use more than um, one program. Because I, only, I tried to use Illustrator, I just could not. And also the, what was it? It might have been After Effects or Lightroom. I was trying to make a motion graphic for Broke, mm-hmm. and one of my design friends was kind of telling me how to do it, but I'm like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, I didn't go to school for this. I, yeah, they're so complicated. I was trying to make motion graphics in Blender. Too. Yes. And I made some progress, but I haven't touched it in a couple of weeks. Sure. A lot of irons in the fire so with archetypes. Tough. Yes, <laughs> we're we're you know we're slowing down. We're slowing yeah, you down. Can do it. I remember I had a section in like a video class once of uh, Photoshop of making it like a like motion. I guess stop motion. But oh, like, cool putting the timeline on it and then like changing it and yeah that. even that's just like so tedious yeah that's like that the biggest thing with like uh like animation especially i'm like anyone that like tells me they're an animator i'm like immediately just like oh respect like right. it's like right. it's like working in like a factory like doing like <laughs> the most tedious work it's, it's like also when it's in 3d too that's like a whole another like literally like yeah. another or dimension 40, that you need to account yeah. for right 40 yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah this is a one animation took i or one animation class i took uh like my sophomore year i remember i turned in like the worst animations <laughs> like ever like they were horrible and it was like there was this one kid that was like an actual animator and it's like he works on something for like 12 hours it looks like it's you know from like the simpsons or like, <laughs> like an actual like animated series yeah, and it's like i'm turning in like stick figures like moving up and down like their knees and shit like, yeah why would he do this yeah, no shame there's levels there's levels that shit yeah that made me realize though that whole class i was like okay fucking animators man respect i love you guys <laughs> For real. like that's right. got to be like the hardest like medium that i've at least tried yeah shout out to the mappa animators that are on strike right now yes mappa what's that what's yes, all this uh, anime Oh shit! Oh, doesn't watch really? anime. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really watch. I'm not anime. even that big an anime guy, but I, I've been watching JJK Jujutsu Kaisen, and the f- like the first four episodes of season two are so beautiful. And then I guess they like they were overworking their animators sure. throughout the process of making the season, and it just gets worse and worse. And now they're on strike. Interesting. Okay, because yeah. Mappa is known for like the highest. Uh, just look up JJK. Uh, yeah, just JJK. It's a Japanese name. Oh, like it's it, all one. Like that. No, just go backspace and then K. Yeah, oh, Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen. It's a pretty good. The animation is crazy in the, at least the first. Scene. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Jump scare. What's up, Gojo? But 
Yeah, MAPPA's known for their, like, really high-quality animation. They did Attack on Titan and um, okay. Hunter Hunter? Is that true? Chainsaw Man, I Chainsaw know. Man is... Everyone should watch Chainsaw Man. Yeah. That is, like... It's like watching a movie that's yeah, gonna age so well. Yeah. Animation in those. Oh, the opening. Yeah. The, but... But yeah, so you could see overworking the quality. Their, uh, their yeah, you, you could definitely. Yeah, and you could definitely see the quality go down, and it was oh. kind of like in in the news a little bit, at least in Japan. Yeah, and I've got friends a, who like really follow it closely. So. Yeah, it's a big Are they studio. Still on strike right now. Or? Yeah, Damn. yeah. So the show's on a break right now. That's gotcha. really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's like the first. Uh, if that's has like precedent, like if there's anything that's happened before. Like yeah, that. I mean, uh, yeah, the like overworked anime artists i feel like this like well the manga is like an anime too. artist i feel like like most animes i hear of like i hear like the artists are like oh yeah they're like a shut-in like <laughs> they never they just work on it all day like, that's manga, manga dude like the manga yeah, yeah manga these people are like the guy who does one piece at chiro oda he's like so famous now that he gets a little bit of a break like when i think whenever he wants so it'll because i'm caught up on one piece so i yeah. will read it like week to week sometimes but it'll, it'll always be like every third chapter will be like on break next week but he can he, he gets that privilege just because i guess well one piece is the most popular manga in the world um until jjk surpasses it which will probably happen what is a manga? manga manga is like japanese cartoons so it's like comic books but a lot better than Western comic okay. books for so sure. So it's like actual physical thing? Or? Yeah, you can buy, um, they're called Tankabons, like or soft cover, hard cover books okay. that you read um, right to left. And they come out weekly? Yeah, or chapters will come out weekly oh, okay. and they'll be published in Japan in these huge, like cheaply made, I don't know what the, they might be called Tankabons too, but these big like publications. And then they'll be collected into... Um, volumes at every like 10 chapters or something it depends on how long sure, the chapter okay. is um, how do you get yours um they're translated a while later into okay, english yeah i used to have a big or i was actively collecting them back in high school so i have a, actually a pretty, pretty big cool. collection right now but yeah i just i had a lot of one piece too i bought them off ebay like x library oh, stuff okay. So I had all these like really gross like spines. They'd be all like yellowed and scratched. <laughs> there was like a hardcover one that. Character to them. Yeah, but I I actually I have them in my know. basement. What, what do they look like? What are they called? Manga or manga? Yeah. Manga. Ma you got it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Manga like JJK. Manga like JJK. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, there's like a lot of so. There's a lot of variety. Okay. So have like. Um. There's ones that are made for younger people, which are called shonen or shoujo. So that's stuff like Naruto. Uh, Naruto? Yeah, yeah. Or um, <laughs> One Piece. or And then there's I'm ones. Yeah, hell yeah. But then there's I'm ones called. <laughs> You're a fake fan? Yeah, a oh, fake damn. Fan. Sorry. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You're right. My bad. I love fake fans. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then there's, yeah. there's like ones for older people called Seinen. So that's stuff like Vagabond right there. And then Berserk is being hidden by the big picture. Yeah. So those are like more mature stories that are the art style is a lot more realistic 20th century boys is my favorite manga of all time i think just are these ones that get like pretty gory too um 20th century boys isn't berserk is very gory there's actually some really problematic stuff in berserk uh 
uh, people who have read it, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Vagabond is also very gory. I've tried to read it. I'm sorry. I just couldn't keep doing it. Um, but yeah, 20th Century Boys is just like a, kind of like a, just a time-spanning drama. Okay. There's a lot of range in manga. Yeah. For sure. Sick. Yeah. It's like, like most of the reading that I did. Yeah. There, there's a lot of like really stupid tropes and again, just like, <laughs> like storyline. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, the stuff, the stuff I like the most is the stuff that doesn't have those like tropes or, um, cliches, I guess. I don't yeah. want to sound like an elitist, but there are a lot of, there's a lot of like really just gross shit in the manga industry and anime too. Sure. But yeah. It's like most of the reading that I did growing up was like mostly manga. It's yeah. like weird because I don't read manga anymore at all. Like I don't really watch anime, but like I remember like in uh, like middle school, it was like all the reading I did was like Soul Eater, like uh, Full Metal Alchemist, like those kinds of books. Hell like, yeah. I feel like that shit would be interesting, though, especially to a teenager. That's what yeah, I'm it definitely was like, you know, like, I wasn't reading fucking, like, I don't even, you know, like, I wasn't reading Cormac McCarthy, like, that kind of shit in, like, middle that'd be, school. That'd be know? crazy. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, uh, yeah, most of what I read was just, like, manga. It was the weirdest thing, like, reading left to right is, like, such a strange... No, right to left. Or right to left, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, when, like, Barry sent me a meme that was, like... Had a guy from One Piece in it, like five, that Five Nights at Freddy's meme. And I just like oh, yeah. automatically read it in right to left. My brain is weird. Like, is it actually patron. sentenced right to left? So the, or is yeah, it... the panels when it's translated into English, it'll be like a dialogue bubble. Will be like here, here, here. So you have to kind of if you've never read one before, you have to really like. Right, okay. It's a learning curve. But you're still going this way, but then like jump to the next bubble. No, it'll be like the book itself is arranged in a way where the what would be the front cover in the west is the oh, back cover. Oh, I see. So it opens like yeah, it's hard to explain without like one here. I should have brought yeah, one, but yeah. um interesting. But That's oh crazy. yeah. Here's the passenger. Is he your guys' so, favorite writer from one of them? Personally, like, one definitely of my favorites, my favorite for like. sure. Um this this book the passenger I think like changed how I think about writing. Really? Um just yeah, it's yeah. Last year, so he didn't write a book for eighteen years, and then he put out the Passenger and Stella Maris is kind of like a short, and that book is really depressing. Um, but the Passenger is just kind of, I don't even know. It's just like a guy just wandering around a city, kind of talking to people at bars, just about ideas, and they never really conclude. Um, he's also like a deep sea like wreckage diver. And he finds a, a plane in the ocean that has, like, a missing passenger in it. But then the mystery, like, it doesn't even matter. It's so weird. Um, we have a... Archetypes has a review of it, actually. It's because I just had to tell people that they yeah, should yeah. read it. Um, but, yeah. It, it's all very... The dialogue, there's no quotation marks. You, these pages just look like... You could read them, like, ten seconds, basically. Is this the um, book about the uh, the... The road, uh, that's with a uh, Viggo Mortensen. The it's adaptation. It's also yeah. a movie. Yeah. Is it about like a father and a son? Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Like the world I've, is I've, like ended. I've only seen that one clip on uh, one scene on YouTube of like the cannibals, the cannibal house. Dude, I'm afraid to oh, fucking read that book, fuck. man. Like it Holy is fuck. everything I hear about it is just like so like gruesome. But I mean, that's like all that's of style. McCarthy's like writing is like. 
you were saying earlier, it's like, oh yeah, it's just about a guy like walking around. That's like every book. Every book he writes is essentially just a guy walking around at like a certain period Crazy. of time and like just existing in the environment. Right. It's like, uh, cool. I, like, I don't even know what to compare it to. It literally just feels like you're reading like someone's diary from mm. a time period. Sure. Is it in like, um, like first person? Yeah, for the most part, there are times where it like breaks off into like, uh, like it's just like I guess it depends on the book because Blood Meridian specifically is follows the kid and that's like, it's a mix of the two. Like there will be scenarios where it's really just the kid talking to someone else, but it's like it is like from a third point, like third uh, was it third point third person third person perspective third. Third, third person, pure <laughs> Wait, why doesn't that not sound right? That's what I'm saying. Third person perspective. In third person. It was in, in third, third person. Yeah, in third person. <laughs> just yeah. It's in third person. What's second person? Is there second That's when you person? say, like, you did it. Like, you walked to the door. You Whoa. you opened the door. Yeah. That would be crazy to write a story like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's not really done that often. It's, I hear like it a lot a, in songwriting. Like, I don't know. Like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, that, way. that would be second oh, person, sure. like kind a children's like book, like maybe. You were like walking down the street, and then you saw right. this. You it's really weird. Like, what I use immediately yeah. think of like a uh, like Dora when it's like Dora's like addressing the audience. Like, do you see? Right. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. right. Oh my gosh, you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, words in my mouth. <laughs> but um, yeah, so all his books are kind of written in kind of a very. Sp- Plain language. Like, all his books have no dialogue. I'm pretty sure I've read like five of them now. I just finished All the Pretty Horses, which is a very sweet love story. Hmm. Um, that one actually has like barely any violence in it. But Blood Meridian especially is very violent. <laughs> Do not read it if you're not yeah. like, ready for some shit. That's like major um, trigger warning for like essentially everything. Everything. Like, yeah. Except it's, like epilepsy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's worth a read for sure. It's not. I would not suggest reading Blood Meridian first. I would suggest reading All the Pretty Horses. Yeah. Very pleasant introduction. A lot of he likes to write a lot about landscapes, and he yeah, grew, yeah. he like lived in Texas, so he knows. There's all you learn about all these geological formations that you've never heard of before, like uh, pro- promontories and uh, yeah. That's like actually up a lot. That was a weird thing in a uh, Blood Meridian. He like. He was like he did all the research like firsthand because mm. Blood Meridian is about an actual like uh, like essentially the book follows a guy joining a scalp hunting crew, so it's like Jeez. obviously the setup oh, is yeah. not very. Yeah. It's, really it's like dark. immediately you can tell that's not going to be a very pleasant book. Nope. But like, uh, scalp hunting of who? Like uh, natives, 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 and because uh, it's going on during the uh, the Mexican American War is oh. when it takes place. And it follows a guy named John Joel Glanton. It was a real guy. It was a real, like, sure. you know, like, U.S., like, military, like, guy. But uh, he, had, he, do- he had documented, like, his whole, like, journey of, like, scalp hunting. And, like, yeah, he hadn't, like, documented the whole thing, but he had, like, documentation of it. And so, basically, Cormac McCarthy, like, traveled along the route that they traveled. And oh. wrote the entire book essentially like following the path that they followed. I had no That's idea. Sick. In the yeah. book, I mean, it's been the book has been like, uh, like fact checked by like actual historians for like the time period, and most historians say that's like 
even the things that are in the book, like even the things that are in there that didn't actually happen, they're not too far off from something that he probably had done or would have done. Yeah. It's like, wow. it's probably like That's one fucked. of the greatest like recreations of like a person, like a real yes. person. Yeah. And there's a, there's this book that like the, what Barry's talking about, the account of it, it's very out of print. Like there's only a, a scan of it. I think someone bought the book probably just a good Samaritan. Like people should read this, but it's like this very old account of a person who knew Joel Glanton and the judge who's the yeah. other everyone talks about the judge when they talk about Blood Meridian but he's yeah. like the I don't think he was like an actual person I think maybe like the guy there was said, someone like him well like, yeah I mean it's fiction so it's gonna be a little like the judge skewed. is a different character he's essentially like yeah. the whole like thing that I got from it was like he's the devil he's essentially the, like he's the representation of every bad thing that the group mm-hmm. has done but he's like literally he's like their Saul, their Saul Goodman, where it's like the main character or the judge. The judge. The judge oh. is like Saul because he doesn't like obviously he does like horrible things like in his own time, but like he spends most of his his time like defending the actions, like the shitty actions of other yeah. people. Oh. So it's like kind of like a different level of evil where it's like you're not committing right. the act, but you're like justifying it. Right. Yeah, there's these right. long cuz the book is kind of divided into like there's all these, again, like, paragraphs of just, like, what the landscape looked like. And that stuff gets a little bit tedious. But then there's, yeah. like, other <clears> passages <throat> where it's just the judge and all the the gang just around a campfire. And the judge is like, this is why war is good. And he just, like, goes on and on. And you're like, it's this kind of evil where he can, like, he can rationalize it. Like, yeah. Joel, yeah. yeah, like, Joel Glanton, <clears throat> he's just, I don't know. Joel he, Glanton is, like, actually, I mean, he's, he's evil, but he, like... He's very open about it. It's it's like at right. least he's not a hypocrite. You know, it's like fucking right. he's the an judge. asshole, but he is like very like it's he's like, bit. Yeah, fuck you, like I know I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Um But the judge is like, yeah, he fucking I don't know, there's like a scene where it's like I think they like kill like a bartender or something. And then it's like like everyone from the town or like some people like confront them and they're like, Well, why did you kill this man? And then the judge just goes on for like an entire page, just being like, "Well, this man threatened our life." Like, yeah, he just makes yeah. it up. Yeah, and it's wow. like it's crazy. Yeah, he like he plays the fiddle. Like, he's an amazing musician. He speaks like multiple languages. He's like he's like educated. He's been around the world. They describe him as like talking about like uh, like he's been to France, London, and this is like eighteen like yeah. You know, yeah. this is like very like he would have had to like gone there by boat type shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. No aeroplanes back then, man. He is, yeah. Um, there's also, oh wait, I just, yeah. There's this great scene where it's kind of like a shootout. This is, it, it's not a spoiler. It's just towards the end. There's a shootout where the judge is trying to kill someone, but then the way it describes it, it's like he's passing through, like he'll like walk and then disappear behind something that he would not physically be able to disappear behind. So there's, it's a shootout in like a riverbed that has like a bunch of. Um, bones of like donkeys and stuff so this person's trying to like shoot him and see him but it's like he's like passing in and out of reality and his voice is just kind of all around it's very like kind of trippy yeah like magical realism or Mm -hmm. trying to like read that for the first time like having that like described to you is like it's so hard it's insane yeah it's a really hard book is he just like uh, like a 
Like what? I don't know. Like what it's, is the uh, reasoning I mean, behind that? Essentially, I mean, I think the judge, like I said, or I mean, I think the judge is literally just the oh, devil. God. Like he's literally just like the embodiment of like not just like evil, but like right. evil, like. Uh, Interesting. Well, yeah, I guess just like evil. I guess the like part of you that wants to justify evil. Also. Yeah, the yeah. justification, like your own like rationalization, mm-hmm. like well, why shouldn't I do that? Right. Like and he, yeah, he has all these lines about like whatever exists without my. Con- or whatever exists without my knowledge exists without my consent. So yeah. he'll he'll like he 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 keeps a journal where he'll look at like cave paintings or whatever and copy them into the journal and then erase the original. So it's like he's be- he's oh. trying to have mastery of everything. It's really it's disturbing. Yeah. yeah, like he'll draw stuff and then it's like it's mine now. Right. It's in my journal. It doesn't exist anywhere else. Is I mean yeah, it's crazy. he's such a yeah. like. I mean, he, like, describes war as, like, the ultimate, like, uh, way of deciding who and who is not worthy of living. Because, like, what better way of deciding that than, like, a random, like, random chance, you know? Because it's, like, it's, like, you know, he, go, he talks about how, like, war has turned into something where it's no longer, like, it's not, like, hand-to-hand combat anymore. It's quite literally, like... You just get hit by a bullet if yeah. you're unlucky. Like yeah. it's just you know the luck of the draw. Right. And he would like he was describing that as like, is there anything more perfect oh, than God. deciding who is like worthy of living just by random chance? Like yeah, I'm like damn, that's fucking, it's crazy. Dark, <laughs> the way it's written too is like it's literally like it doesn't even seem like he's making like a hot take or anything. <clears throat> he's just like yeah, war is awesome, right? I, I love it. War is like, God. Yeah, war is God. He says That's war like, is God. Yeah, it's crazy when authors steal man a position like that so good that you don't know if they mean it or not. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I was just like, when you're in the head of the like the, the author like that, like you this uh, this dude was really thinking these thoughts of how like how deep was he in this character? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. Just thinking yeah, about him so. like traveling along that route as well. Like he was there. Right. He was like, bro, like fucking. That shit is insane, man. Yeah. I actually wrote uh, in Bloody Bandages. It's about a like a dictator. You don't really know what happened, but you can assume like there was a coup and he's giving a speech to his people now. So I had to like write a speech that a dictator would give. And as I was writing it, I was like, I keep having more and more ideas. Like what what is this mindset that I'm inhabiting while I'm writing this? Yeah. It is a weird and mindset. Like thinking about how you would address yeah, yeah. a country that you took over. But, like, also, everyone isn't also, you know, people aren't thinking about, like, damn, this guy just took over. Like, you know, it's, like, what are the first words you, like, say to people when it's, like, you take power? It's, It's like... It's weird to, like, separate yourself. It's, like, not what I would say, but what would this person say? Yeah, Yeah, literally. Persona. I'd imagine it's, like, acting, where, like, you have have to find it in yourself, but it's not you. Yeah. Right. You are just a vessel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel that way, like, definitely... There are a few times where I'm like writing a story. And I'm like, I'm like this is, like, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Like, I can't even relate to it. So I'm like, okay, like, how can I expect someone else to? It's like anytime yeah. I'm writing something, I try to like start with like at least like the first sentence being like, uh, like just something that originates from like something I know. Like you know, it, like just starting off with that, man. Yeah, it's fucking. That's the way to go. Also, I, I will say that Riley did accomplish his goal because his story about a dictator, his speech is very good. This is currently unreleased 
Or no, it's not no, a release. Not, it was in not, hit pieces. Or yeah, most, yeah, yeah, it was in hit second pieces. Second to most, or like, yeah. Most Where do recent. you release it? Uh, it's on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's on Instagram. yeah. So cool. all their stuff is... We um, have a Substack too, but it's kind know. of, you know... I didn't update Is it on Arch- Archetypes? Like yeah. On there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. We had, yeah, the Substack... Someone suggested we make a Substack, and then I, What's I was a like, Substack? It's like a WordPress, but just a different kind of... like. A hosting place for oh, kind of words and oh, stuff. I see. Okay. Yeah, so I made it and then I haven't updated it since April. So like, I think that was our Leaden was our like fourth installation or whatever. I don't know what we call them. So it's kind of like a thing. landing page for all of your pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also that like I I had talked to some people. I had talked to my aunt actually, and she said because she's a she's a published writer. She's working on like a six book like academic mystery. That's all, she's like, all day, every day she's writing. So, and she's actually inspired me to write. She called me a wordsmith when I was a kid. I was like, oh, my mom would always nice. tell me that. Like, she, you know, Aunt Jude is calling you a wordsmith. You gotta, Hell yeah. you gotta live up to that or something. <laughs> yeah. no, it, wasn't like, like, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but um, yeah, so she, she, she and I had like a, we hung out one night. We got like dinner and she was saying that it was, the stuff was a little hard to read for I guess the design of it so I was like oh yeah like so that's when I stopped there's a, a point in archetypes where it stops being um, all like caps like the, the stories were all in caps and I had other friends that came to me and they were like like this is really hard to read like you gotta are you they, shouting yeah like they would suggest me to, to use, I don't know because it, it was honestly like I didn't know how to use lowercase like I because the typefaces I was using were, oh. I, I didn't know how to switch them but then my friends, they were just like, oh yeah, just like, here's a font to use. Here's like textures and stuff. So then after that, it like really was easier to read, I think. But going back to the Substack, it, that would be a place where it you would just be able to read it. Like, it's just words. There's no like right. background color or anything. Sure. So, yeah. So I was cool. made aware of a problem and I tried to Fixed deal with it. it. Yeah. Pivot. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what was that project called? It's or? called Bloody Bandages. Bloody Bandages. Actually, I thought it was called no. Many Will Be Judged. Yeah, Many Will Be Judged. I was mixing the that judge? up. Judge. Yeah. Many Will Be Judged <laughs> is what oh, that yeah. one's called. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And that was Hit Pieces. Hit Pieces. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which was our. So we were all trying to write something that's like shooting down, some kind of. Right. Barry's story. Idea that we don't I forgot like. what I wrote. Finding <laughs> dictators. <laughs> Mine was about like, like dictators, you know. Yeah, for Not real, dictators. <laughs> yeah, did I do the? Did I do the fun game? Which no, what? fun game was unrest. Okay, yours was something. Damn straight, it was. It was something. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh uh, no, it wasn't the one about the gas station. I don't don't know. feel bad, bro. It's my piece. Yeah, yeah. I should remember the name of it. Um, mine was about like a something. interview, like someone had a deadly illness and they thought that if they talked about it they would die and it's just someone trying to interview that person mm. so that was kind of my hit piece um yeah let's see what barry's is i'm sorry barry hey, man. oh wait it wouldn't be on the sub stack yeah it's a picture oh um, yeah it was that like one. Yeah. oh yeah cool fresh kill, fresh kill. Oh, yes yeah. okay there it is yeah that was the uh is like a car dealership, like or a car salesman, talking about his boss. This is such a weird story. I don't know, like where the fuck shit. this came from. Yeah. I think no, I was, was good. I was trying to write something about like 
like uh, like the first idea that I started from was a car dealership or a car salesman talking about his customers like they're you know like deer or like like a hunter talks about deer or something but then it just literally turned into like you know this motherfucker his boss just talking about how like he like blew a hole through like a baby rhino and it's like i'm such a good hunter just changing the conversation right away yeah Yeah. literally this is our second story about um prize hunting because riley had written (laughs) uh a story way back for leaden which was that fourth one about achievement about like a a woman who is kind of forced into joining a prize hunt in, in Africa or something. Um, oh, yeah, that, one, that one's out there. Yeah. So I had, you scan these in then? No, I, I typed these in. So, okay. yeah, I used to do it where I would transcribe them. I'd have to type them up. It would be really annoying. But right. I figured out you could copy and paste Photoshop. So <laughs> this nice. is I had no idea what I was doing. Nice. I still awesome. don't, but I have more of an idea. Um, but, yeah, this is... My story, I had read a book, if I can just shout out a book real quick. <laughs> Great book called The Savage Detectives by Roberto Bolaño. It's about like a, it's like a 600 page book about this like fake poetry movement in Mexico City and just kind of these poets that just disappeared and they went up north and the, so the first part is this guy describing these poets and like it ends with him leaving with them because they have to escape because they're like wanted by these um, like criminals or gangsters or something. And then the second part is just kind of 20 years of people being asked about where the people went. So it's just like, hmm. it'll be like the name of the person and then where they were interviewed, the date. And it's like, uh, I think I saw them here. And this is what I was doing at the time. Right. And then they'll be mentioned <laughs> in accounts of like other people. Um, so I was... That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not, I mean... So is it... Uh, a series where you find out where they disappeared to, or at, like all uncovers at the end. I don't know if I. Um. Yeah. Kind of. Like. I guess the the second part is just like trying to communicate an idea of like these kind of weird people that no one really knew and who kind of oh, okay. didn't even believe in what they were saying. Just kind of like what would happen to people like that. Um. But then the third part is they they kind of find them because they're looking for this poet who you look at her poems and they're just like lines. They're just drawings and it's in the book. The book is, you know, like all words and stuff. And then her poems are like a wavy line and then a straight line. And it's like, Oh my God, what is, what even is this? Right. And so they, they try to find her cause they're so fascinated by like, what even, what even was she doing? Clues. Um, but yeah, clue right. So that makes me think of uh, House of Leaves. You guys remember that book? Yeah, I haven't read it. That's your yeah. Tell. It's such a weird, but it's essentially <laughs> like uh, I mean, the whole book is about a guy breaking into a like this dude that just died, this blind man. He breaks into his apartment like after like you know it's been taped off or whatever. Like he's no longer there. But he like breaks in and he finds a script for a movie that doesn't exist. And even if it did exist, if like he wouldn't have been able to see it because the guy was blind. Mm. So it was like an entire script with like an analysis and like footnotes that like take you nowhere. If you you like you can you'll be reading the book oh. and there are actual footnotes that you can type in online and they'll take you to like an actual source like. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like he'll he'll be talking about how like uh, 
he broke into this guy's house and the week before he had done it like he was attended a lecture on like Roman civilization and then there's like a you know like a footnote for Roman civilization it's like it's not referenced at all in the book other than him like talking about it in passing so it's like this weird like I don't know it's like breaking the fourth wall where you can you can go in real life and look up all these sources some of the some of which are real and some of which are not like they're just bullshit like he just came up with it but it's like it's so weird reading like a non-academic piece like it is fiction it's like not you know it's just a fucking story but being able to like track like references as you're reading the book it's like i think it's the only book that the uh the author is uh house of leaves house of leaves yeah it's like uh the only thing he's written that's like famous i feel like the only thing that like blew up at least it's have, so weird. It's literally, they're like pages with just like music notes on them. Weird. Like just nothing, like no like uh, words or anything. So like what's the whole point of it? It's basically, oh God, it's so, it's insane. <laughs> it's really insane. It's the, like uh, the something. Is it like, clue, like, clue, like clues like all throughout it? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a puzzle. It. It's pretty much, I mean. Zampano, that's the name of the guy, the blind guy. Epistolary uh, fiction. Letters. Like an epistle, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's like... There's like pages that will have, the words are upside down, or pit where they're like out of the margins, it's like the printer messed it up. Oh, sure. I haven't read it, but I've just seen like scans of it, I guess. It's insane, Um, man. The the Navidson record, and the Vidson record. Sure. Basically, yeah, there are like these scenes throughout the book where they're talking about... uh, this guy, Navidson Zampano, his real name is Navidson. Yeah. But he has these records of where he would like... Okay, I'll break down this one scene. <laughs> break it and, down. Dude, this shit is insane. It's literally Zampano documenting like this void room in his house. Yeah. So it's basically like there's this Zampano door. Zampano is blind? Yeah. He's yeah, blind, yeah. Dude. He's blind, uh, Navidson record. But he's exploring this... I forget when he actually went blind. I don't know if he's been blind his whole life or whatever. I think it like had to do with like what he saw that like ended up making him go blind. But uh it's the weirdest it was really an entire section in the beginning describing how they would explore this void room in their house. And they would like go in with a camera to like get things like, you know, they would like try and get like, oh what's in here? Like what the fuck is going on? And it's literally just like them describing like, okay, we would go through the door and then there would be a window about like 10 feet down the hallway and it would just be a hallway and you would go through the window and then past that there'd be another door and it was just a fucking like never ending hallway. And that eventually just gets to a point where it's like, oh yeah. And then radio contact cut off and only, uh, what's his name? Navidson came back and it's like the footage like shows him just like killing everyone. Whoa. Like literally just going insane. Like, jeez. What the it's fuck? such a strange book. It's so <laughs> weird. It's there, so weird. Are there any other books like that that are famous? I've, ne- I there mean, is I've a, never. I've never. Okay. I've literally never like seen another book like that where it's like there's this just everything about it. There's a, sorry. <laughs> Trying to talk about this creepy pasta that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you read in eighth grade. <laughs> no, no, I would listen to creepy pastas growing up. Uh, so yeah, bad dude. for me. But there's like a a creepy pasta called No End House. And there was like three of them where these people would go in. It was like a, it was set up like a fake haunted house or a haunted house where you go in and the first room would be like 
you know, kind of corny decorations that the second room, and it would just get like scarier and scarier. Mm. And it turned out like the first room would show you what you're not afraid of. Mm. And it's like, oh, it's so lame. Like, why do we even come here? Money. I know, money. <laughs> oh, 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 But the, the oh, third, no. <laughs> the second, the second room would be like what, it would get like more and more messed up. Mm. So, and then you like couldn't get your way out of the house. You'd be stuck in it. Um, and so that this one guy saw like a vision of his like dead father coming back to life and like yelling at him and like beating him. That's horrifying. Yeah. Holy mm. shit. And there's like three of the, I think the third one was like an hour and a half long. Um, but yeah, I just remember that. It sounds like what you're saying, like a, a corridor yeah. that like doesn't end and kind of go crazy in it. Yeah. Like, um, I, I feel like it's weird because Ethan, man, fucking shout out up to him. What's up with Ethan? <laughs> he, what's up, Ethan? He wanted to make a, a House of Leaves script. Yeah, he was telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, he was telling me about that too. And it was like the way he was like pitching yeah. it, man. Oh my god! And like the way he was describing, the way he was describing like uh, the script that he wanted to do and like comparing it to the book, I'm like, dog, I don't know if that's possible. Like, it's so ambitious like, for Ethan. Yeah, it's so like because like essentially he wants to break the fourth wall without at any point breaking the fourth wall. And I just uh, that is the most Ethan thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm like. like it's so breaking cool. the fourth wall without breaking the fourth wall. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's literally like it doesn't sound like it's possible, but I'm no. sure. I'm sure Ethan will. I'm sure, will find a way. It has a because he wants to do something like House of Leaves, yeah, like in film form. So like having these references to websites and kind of making a web of his own thing. It's called an oh. AR, like augmented reality story. There is a couple of them on YouTube. Like uh, this house has people in it, which is one of these like really scary like I think it was on Adult Swim like that kind of thing just kind of a indie filmmaker just making a found footage horror movie or or like Too Many Cooks okay it's like all these oh yeah yeah just these surreal weird things that kind of like signal to other things in real life oh shit what's up Riley yo what up dog yo it's funny so I'm I'm skipping this philosophy class right now yeah because I've read a book that is similar to House of Leaves that we're reading in class. Ah. Oh. So I'm kind of ahead of the classwork, either or. You're reading either or? Okay. Yeah, it's like nice. this 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 book where the, he published it under a different name anyway. Soren Kierkegaard's his real name. Published it under some like... Anticlimacus? Yeah, he had all these alter egos that were like Latin names for like ironic stuff like that, like anticlimax or... He's doing a little trolling. What was his name? Soren Kierkegaard was the actual guy's name. Okay. He's like but, a, uh, where is he from? Like, he's a Danish, Denmark. Danish yeah. like existentialist Denmark. philosopher. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. Danes, he's the guy that wrote House of Leaves. No, he wrote oh, a book okay. in the like 1870s or something that I. It's similar because he, you know, it's under a different name anyway. And then the intro of it is like a letter from the editor or note from the editor that says, "Hey, I found this. Everything you're about to read, I found in a desk that I bought." <laughs> And I had to piece it all together. Just so you know, it's like not necessarily in chronological order. There's some letters in there. There's this whole section of these like aphorisms that don't oh, like that don't really make much sense. So like, just so you got just so you guys know, that's what this is. So you read all these, you read the stuff that was in the desk, and then the editor comes back and is like, "All right, I don't like that guy's perspective on life. <laughs> I'm gonna write like an answer to his perspective oh. on life and like." 
show you guys a better way to live than this guy. Sure. I didn't know it was written like but that. So cool. interesting. But he it's wrote, funny. He was the editor. Yeah, all he wrote time. all of it. Yeah. Soren Kierkegaard did, but cool. He was trolling. So he was trolling. super trolling in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fucking cool though. Yeah, he was a weird. Yeah, he like called off this engagement to a woman he was gonna be married to, and just like started writing philosophy instead. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't read it. I bought a book by him finally, but that's Riley super into that kind of stuff. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, was it Machiavelli the Prince where it's yeah. like he opens the book being like uh, beware of flattery and then like the first paragraph is like to the king reading this I love you so much yeah. you're such an amazing king <laughs> like, That's funny. it's like literally he's like yeah just beware of people that flatter you because like they're probably like after something else and that's just immediately like right. you're such a good king <laughs> yeah. I think he was Machiavelli was like it was supposed to be a satire. Like yeah, a, and then no, people I, took it to be real. And then that's where we get like Machiavellian, like the adjective when someone's like really scheming and plotting. Mm. But it's like he didn't even, it was, he was making fun of people who would do stuff like that. Like, you know, trying to get the, the crown or sure. be king and stuff. It does very much feel like he's just writing like the opposite of what he's used to type shit. Probably, it's like yeah. He just like, he has like, you know, he's so used to being just like, you know, fucking stuff an official or whatever he's like okay how could i be the worst official ever and that's how he wrote the book like yeah <laughs> just like betray everyone like that yeah. book is crazy man it's like yeah i want to read it the art of war but evil like yeah. i was oh, i've read the art of war it's a good really? book yeah. yeah yeah it's cool it's definitely uh i understand why people love it so much because it really is like like philosophical yeah it's like, almost like, like a self help kind of like yeah it's weird. like how can you like live your life like in a more like you know but it's just the way it's written is like I just like to make fun of it because it's like don't don't run at your enemy uphill like you'll lose and everyone's like oh what like, no. it's like the first example of like documented strategy it's like yeah. don't shoot yourself like oh my god this yeah. guy how do you know that it's like so really I had to write attention. it down yeah. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you read? We've talked to, not talked enough, man. Not enough. I have this awful habit of starting a book and then getting halfway and just not. Yeah, it. that's just um, valid. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I uh, saw the books back there. Yeah, that's a lot of Sheila's. Uh, she oh, cool. she reads a lot. Okay, she will go to the library uh, a few times a week. Or oh, nice. Is, but I yeah I. Couldn't tell you the last thing I read. I need to get back into <laughs> it, dude. That's, That's hard. Thing, I never, I never read like growing up or anything. Like mm. I fucking, I fucking hated reading, man. That's mostly because yeah. reading was like it was like assigned reading, where sure. it's like okay, right. like you have to read what like you know fucking teachers assigning. I liked it's, reading growing up. Hmm. I was in Battle of the Books and all oh, that shit. stuff. Who, That's actually that? hard. Battle yeah, of the Books that? was like. It was basically where you split it up into teams of four kids, and then you're assigned like 25 books throughout the this until like the the battle happens, mm. and you basically have to read these books between your your team, and then know the author and the title of the book for extra points, and then the battle is basically where you're against another team, and this person or the curator or the uh, the ref or whatever is like explaining a passage from the book and then you have to know like what book that was out of the 25 books oh, that's cool and then that's you cool. get extra points if you know the author and the name of the book yeah that's awesome 
Yeah, my team won. Hell yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I remember those competitions. I like heard about those competitions. <laughs> Crab cake, man. Love that guy. <laughs> but uh, he's off camera. These are the first few podcasts with crab cake. <laughs> yeah, it's got a learning curve for everybody. His face is like directly through the circle light, man. Like, That's funny. Yeah. Looks so ethereal, crab cake. <laughs> was that fucking? Yeah. What was I saying, man? Battle the book. You did. Oh yeah, time. like I never did that because I was, oh. you know, I was already in chess club, man. I didn't have. Time. <laughs> yeah. Battle the books. But also, I'm gonna play chess. Yeah. I'm too busy playing chess, guy. Like, I said free pizza. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'll move this piece. Just forfeit every game. Like, yeah, oh, you got me. I got pizza though. Where's the pizza though? Yeah, where's the pizza? pizza? Though? The pizza? Just yeah. play one game. <laughs> I did recently read. I guess like uh, I think in, maybe actually in high school, like one of the last things I read was mm. a Farewell to Arms. Oh, the Hemingway book. Hemingway. Yeah. That was really cool. I, I know Hemingway kind of gets a bad rep like, yeah. these days as like a the man's man. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Over. Uh, Masculating like, everything. I haven't, I haven't read a lot of Hemingway, but that is like. I was gonna say he's probably similar to like the uh, Mc, Mc, that one McCarthy, Cormac, McCarthy yeah. um, whereas like he really lays out the landscape almost mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, oh, okay, I kind of chill out. Yeah, yeah. Calm down. They were in the desert, bro. We get it. <laughs> Just say the desert. Like getting mad reading it. Like what the fuck? Why did you keep talking about it, dude? I got mad reading Bloodbury, and I'm like. Because every chapter, to go back to it, every chapter starts with, they wrote out. <laughs> they wrote out onto the, the, it's all like these run-on sentences that go on and on. It's written in like a biblical style too. So the Bible would have like not a lot of punctuation or just kind of like, and they did this and then they were d- doing, and then they moved on to this and then, but yeah. Very straightforward. You can tell the author, you know, he's trying to get the point. I mean, yeah, you look at him, it's like, oh, that makes sense. He's just like, I only, I mean, we never knew him when he was young because he was, he was like 92 when he died. Yeah. Rest in peace. Just this year. I mean, he was fucking, I remember, I've seen a few pictures of him like young as fuck. He looks exactly the same. He was a handsome guy. His hairline looks exactly the same. (laughs) I don't think, I think he like, he got to like probably age 50 and his hairline was like, just how it was. Like, yeah. it never changed. See it? He, he had like, more of a sparkle in his eye when he was younger, for sure. You look at pictures of him, he's like... He's so soft-spoken in interviews, too. Yeah, dude. Look nice. at that guy. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, for real. He was, like, probably... He was, like, broke as fuck in that picture, probably. Because he would just, like... He would refuse to do interviews. He wouldn't even... They would his just, first like, interview was Oprah. Yeah, he, like he didn't do his first interview until like Oprah was on TV and already yeah. famous. And that was for The Road, too, which was like Pulitzer Prize or whatever the big prize is. Nobel. I don't know. Nobels. He's got a big forehead. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always thinking, man. He's thinking about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. The American the dream is in that forehead. Jackson. <laughs> what? Just watch The Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Interesting movie. Lots of dialogue. Yeah, I gotta for see sure. that again. It's a really good movie. I remember I saw the uh, the extended version. Oh, it's man. literally like wow. the it's like five episodes. They're all like an hour apiece. Like, yeah. it's funny, dude. Like the way he draws out like every shot. It's like there's like a guy that's like, okay, I'm gonna go. He has to like drive stakes into the ground like in the snow yeah, so yeah, people yeah. can like get to the bathroom. Yeah. 
in the extended version, they show you the entire scene. I think, that, I, think I watched the extended. Well, dude, it's really literally like, they, he, like... It's just one cut, and they, like, <laughs> keep going back and forth. That's yeah. awesome. Literally just, like, a solid shot of just him, like, putting stakes in the ground so, like, people like, can go to the Like, in the blizzard, and they're, like, running back. <laughs> we gotta show how they did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real. It's, like, That's literally cool. all he says is, I'm gonna go do this, and then he goes outside. I think in the original, it's, like... They literally cut, like, as soon as he goes outside, it's like, you know, you can assume that he's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, lying. Like, I'm not going to do that, actually. That. <laughs> have, you, um, have you guys seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, yeah a while ago. I just watched that for the first time, mm. too. That's a, good, that's a good movie, movie. yeah. It's scary. Really good movie. Pretty, cre- pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. But, like, not too creepy at all. I remember just being, like, feeling it. Like weird, so weirded out watching yeah. it in high school. Yeah, it has an atmosphere. I had to look like, it up, like what it just like explain video yeah. afterwards. I love movies like that. Yeah, basically, there's the like, two type of realities, and the whole movie is yeah. based up on like if it's like basically just following the one off reality. And then coming back to like the real, I don't know. Yeah, I can't explain. <laughs> it's fucked. They're kind of like overlaps. Yeah, and like, yeah, just it really goes into it. But it's a cool movie. When did that uh, movie come out? 90, it's a little older. Two thousand one. That's like young. Um, what's his name? It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like ninety nine or two thousand one. It's gonna be like two thousand three. It's not his first role, right? Like, yeah, he had no way. stuff before that. Probably his first like breakout role. Yeah. Though. I'm just wondering if it's if there's a trend there where like <laughs> the explain videos in the history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were kidding. <laughs> awesome. Oh, 2001. Okay, my birth year. That's his, pre or uh, post 9/11. His sister is actually his sister. Oh, oh I didn't know she was in that. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, she was in she's in Dark Knight and uh, some other stuff probably. Dude, Seth Rogen is in it. Never knew Seth was in there. Young Seth Rogen. Ricky Danforth. Is he one of the, like the bullies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember that. It's like the uh, little women, like seeing Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> oh yeah. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Pretty, uh, pretty dark. I just wonder if there's a trend. Like, we have Marvel movies. They're all about the multiverse now. But I feel like that was kind of a rare thing at the time to have like. Alternate realities going on. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I wonder what that means. I don't know. Well, like what's the trend? Becoming, uh, I feel like they never made accepting of like different universes and, and stuff. And I feel like we might get to a point where that's actually going to be a, a thing where we can tap into that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, those different universes like I Interstellar. Th- like there are yeah beings in adjacent <sighs> dimensions. One of the greatest scenes. That is actually a pretty good scene. Banging on the bookcase. An interstellar when spoilers for interstellar when he's like inside the bookshelf, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just saying that, like when he's like, he's one of the books. No, he's like in the in the fourth fourth dimension or whatever, and he's like trying to tell. Because in the beginning, yeah. there's like dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> everyone We've knows. seen it. Ever, yeah. It's like, because he's pounding so hard, but then it's like just the smallest reaction yeah. on the other end. It's, it's scary. It's like it is kind of great. Like, seeing, rewatching that movie and like watching that scene again when like the book falls on the ground. I won't lie. I got goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, okay, I know what's happening. Matthew McConaughey is in there. <laughs> Little like goosebumps. Get all pensive and shit like 20 minutes in. Damn. So yeah. he's like in there. What does that even mean? 
<laughs> seen the movie before. <laughs> that that one is one where you have to watch it a few times. That's true. Really, like, Definitely. That movie, I remember I saw that like... I saw that in theaters when I was, this is my my Michael Jordan flu game. I like had the flu and my brother wanted to go see this movie in theaters. So like we both went and I was like, Ugh, like felt like shit the yeah. whole time. What is this? I want to go home. Like made it so much more like surreal. I'm like, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like tripping the fuck out in the theater. It is a weird, like it just kind of puts you in a world where it's like, what is happening? Like the... The last crop is failing or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that's a thing. And then they just have to go to space to. It's a pretty like. I mean, yeah, it's a the sad Yankees movie. are playing, and it's like a real. It's like a high school field. Yeah, that's yeah. so. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that, so. Are you talking weird. about that ending yeah. scene where it's like no, the fucking, oh, no, like, well, that, that scene too. Is that's crazy, crazy, man. The fucking like breaking like the window like yeah. above them. I'm like, what the hell? It makes me actually feel like that's the world that we live in now. I feel like, <laughs> dude, if I had the opportunity to live on like a ring world, just like, you know, just like a like fucking ring around like a planet or something. Which books? There's like a series of books called Ring World. Fuck. Like fantasy books. Yeah. My dad's Already another idea I can't yeah. <laughs> Get my dad Should on the podcast to talk about Ring World. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ring World, dog. He's like, this is actually like tell me like updates every day. Like, okay, so the dwarves are like, they're like plotting against oh. whoever. I'm like, oh, okay, word. I just woke up, but the dwarf yeah. planet, man. Yeah. <laughs> mountain planet, mountain planet. But anyway, sorry. I know <laughs> that book is like the craziest lore. I think and it's it probably was... like ten people have read it. Yeah. Oh no, it's like, it's like Terry Pratchett, who's a pretty like well-known fantasy. I haven't read anything, but I don't like fantasy really. But yeah, it was um, yeah. It's like me it's trying like, to read a Lord of the Rings for the first time. I was like, I love the movies. I'm like, Dude. damn, these books suck. I saw those movies for the first time this last summer. What? Really good. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. We were actually talking about uh, the the two towers. Which one is that? That's it. The twin yeah. towers. Bro, you have to go there. <laughs> My bad. That I'm came sorry. out like post 9-11 too. And they tried to convince Peter Jackson or the studio to like rename it. So it wouldn't be obviously mm-hmm. like thinking of 9-11. But he's yeah, like, no, stuff. it's like the name of the book. Like, what do you do? There's actually a really good interview between Vigo Mortensen and uh, some guy who had a talk show. Charlie Rose? Yeah, have you seen it? I, I think, think I put it on for you guys. Yeah, we were hanging out. Yeah. Because Charlie Rose was grilling Vigo Mortensen being like, is like, so you're saying this movie isn't like pro America? <laughs> and Vigo's not. like, no, like, why would you try to make this book that was written in the 50s right. relate to like, the war in the Middle East right now. Right. By a British what are you talking man. about? Yeah, yeah. Like and then, and then Charlie Rose is like, oh, so you're British guy. Like, you're not against Al-Qaeda? And Viva Morris is like, I, like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just not, Can we uh, talk about the movie? Yeah. Viva Morris, so he's like a... He Dude. knows so many languages. He was like he's American. I think like most of the interviews that he does like in other countries, he'll like do them in the native language. We watched. So I think yeah, we also, also watched. part of that. Yeah, that he hangout. speaks like yeah. uh, like Dutch, Spanish, he's German, French, French Italian, English. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. He's, does he has an interesting accent. He does. He kind of has a. He has an, an accent, but he's yeah. It's interesting. Like, you, you can tell where... it's him. You can fucking yeah. like you can tell it's Vigo Mortensen speaking. Like he's not like Yeah, it's not like uh like corny where he's like trying really hard to yeah. sound like a native speaker. It's yeah. just like really is like it just sounds natural. Like Yeah. yeah. He knows enough to get by yeah. even more than that. 
Um, Definitely. I mean, he does like interviews, like full interviews. He'll just be like speaking the language. I'm like, damn, bro, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's ideal. Is he the one that wrote? Lord of the Rings, or he's the one that did he just played. Uh, Aragorn, yeah, yeah. Aragorn. I said oh, Sauron. Right, yeah. Wait, Aragorn, 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 Aragorn's yeah, the, the like uh, dragon book. Yeah, I know, I know. Aragorn Aragorn I remember character. thinking, like, damn, that name is so close. Yeah, to it. it sounds like they're saying Aragorn, yeah, right. Uh, I, I think that's Aragorn. I thought that Aragorn. was his name for the longest <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. They've got Sauron and Saruman, like, Sauron. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. like. This is the funniest uh, <laughs> Sauron. Was he a... <laughs> this is actually the... Uh, did you guys see... You guys saw The Killer, right? The, yeah, the David, I still haven't seen David it. Fincher. The, actually, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The jump scare. The guy that did she the... She has uh, a huge crush on this oh, guy. That's... Vigo. Dude, he's got a crazy jawline. It's like the... The wrinkles. Yeah, cheeks. like the wrinkles. With like, you know, something crazy going on there. He's in Green Book. But uh, fuck, dude, what was that? the guy, the guy that did the body acting for Sauron, like the guy that was really just in the costume and like doing all the movements. He didn't do the voice or anything. That was the uh, the guy in the killer, the 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 body or the uh, the muscle, the brute. Oh, that was the guy that played. What? He was the body actor for Sauron. That's I've crazy. Seen the killer. He's a. Uh, it, it just came out. Came it's, out. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. It's got David uh, Fincher. It's Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Uh, Maybe I did see it. Tilda is Swinton. It, is that yeah. about the? Um, she shows up. He's like a, uh, just a, a, like a hired gun. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just like an assassin. But it's like, yeah, the oh, expert. Yeah, She's yeah. called the expert. Wait, what? What is the? Uh, the actor of Saruman. He. Uh, it's if you go to the cast list, it's the brute. The guy, he's like a. Uh, it's, it's one of well, we won't spoil, but it's one of the pe- one of the characters in the book or in the movie. That oh, guy, yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, first yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. They have a crazy. The, what the fuck is that? What's that? that? What's that actor's what name? What is that? What is that? Amino acids. Yeah. Brute. Is that the brand name? Brute Amino but he's acids. Saruman or the Sauron. Yeah, sorry. He does the. Uh, Sauron. Anytime you see the guy, I, like, I say you. Yeah, he does like the. I'm such uh, a dork. He's the, uh, <laughs> actually. Do you ever get those? Uh, <laughs> what? The, oh, that's just the that's, voice. That's funny. The airplane uh, facts with Max, the the real guy. Have you no. ever seen those? No. Oh my gosh. Airplane. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's like a mechanic, right? Yeah. Yeah. He talks about like um, he has some pretty hilarious videos. Oh yeah, I just saw this. I'm an aircraft mechanic, and this is an airplane fact with Max. And today I'm in front of the aircraft's thrust reverser control valve, which is this component right here, which actually routes the hydraulic fluid to the engine's thrust reversers, which are typically deployed when an aircraft lands in order to reverse the engine's thrust and help the aircraft slow down, which are these right here. However, these thrust reversers will probably never be the cause for the Fellowship to have to reverse their course as they're attempting to pass the mountain of Karadras over the Misty Mountains, where they're ultimately thwarted by an impassable blizzard. <laughs> It causes them to have to go back down the Redhorn Pass into Holland to attempt to find the doors of Durant <laughs> and upon the opening of the doors and the entering of the mines, the doors of Durant are ultimately destroyed by the Watcher in the Water, which was most likely one of the nameless things that crept from the deep and forgotten places of the world. After the destruction of the Dwarven Kingdom of Kazajum by the Balrog known as Durant's Bane, this is hard, dude. Yeah, he knows that shit. I don't think he's not even reading anything. No, he must. This is like 
but I still think when somebody that, has a sponsorship uh, in a podcast <laughs> and they like yeah. and they like segue into the ad for it, you know. <laughs> I yeah, like how the, the top comment on that was just like someone being like, honest question, does the FAA know that, like, are they okay with you sharing all this information <laughs> by her? Like, they did not watch the whole video. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> yeah. The, all of his videos are like that. They're pretty funny. It's <laughs> awesome. Wait, so Sauron is the same guy. Oh, yeah, the yeah. guy that did, like, body. that's him pretty much. He did the body was, acting. Was the armor, like, really heavy? Is that why? I, I don't know. Because it looks, I imagine it's, like, it. actually, like, metal Beast. armor. Seriously. It's one of the... But it's, like, I mean, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> that's I my think, favorite uh, Gandalf. Fly, you fools. <laughs> I think fly. that guy might be, like... You a, fly. I think that guy's a Maori, like, chieftain or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was, like, uh... God, yeah, oh man. I, like, I don't know what the thing is with, like, needing, like, a bodybuilder for, like, you know, an intimidating character, but I guess it makes sense. It's Probably like a lot of weight if it's a... It's like the Darth Vader, Vader the guy who was in the suit. Yeah. He's, like, 6'7". But the guy who did the voice, yeah. James Earl Jones, he, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he got most of the credit for that role. Well, yeah, I mean, which is... It's kind of a weird thing, because... It's just interesting. Like he's not strange, in, the, yeah, in like, the suit. The guy that physically do, did the acting like isn't getting the credit. I felt like credit. Darth Vader wasn't that scary of a villain, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, was well, maybe like, not. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I don't know. The, the Sith Lord or the Dark Lord above him was always the one kind of pushing the buttons. Yeah, I remember Sidious. growing up though. Darth Vader was such a huge icon as as like the yeah. villain. Maybe he was scarier was when it came out because when when it came out, it was like. There's George Lucas is infamous for like going back and like remastering his movies and then not making the original available. So when Star Wars the first one came out, it was like you see footage of it, like there is no CG or anything. It's mm-hmm. just like very. Uh, it's I mean it's charming. It's like very low budget. But the reason you when you watch Star Wars now and you see CG is because he went back right. and added like I a did notice of CG. That. yeah. yeah. It's it, so people are working on making it's called the despecialized cut of Star Wars, where it'll just be like the original negatives. Yeah, like all this, like all that stuff oh, wasn't yeah, in the got, original. Yeah, he was added into the uh, and uh, uh, Return that, of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. What, the oh last shit! Last Which is so weird. Which I was like, what the fuck? I know it came out yeah. as a kid. I was like, who who is that? Because I I never saw the prequels. But <laughs> it was Arnold. <laughs> Um, and there was a scene in uh, A New Hope, I think, or when it's like really cold, or, um, of these like walking things. Yeah, these. Oh, the tail this, this in the in the New Hope looked like super like well done. I was like, no way was this done. I know it's movie. so weird. Like you look at that picture, I think it's like Jabba the original. Like look how charming that is. It's just like a. Just like a weird prop, and yeah. they turned like an ugly CG yeah. mud. There's something too, like even Yoda when he's like non CGI Yoda. Yeah, I mean you look it's at like pretty sick. Did you guys hear about that uh, that Jabba show that got canceled? There was, there was gonna be a, it was literally okay. Hear me out, man. I'm not one to like <laughs> Tell me get excited it. over like Star Wars shit. Tell I mean, you know, it. I like Star Wars. I'm not like a fucking like yeah. super fan though. But this was like the way that this show, they were describing the show in an article and it literally sounded like The Sopranos. What? It was literally just like the Star Wars Sopranos show. Because it was all about how like Jabba the Hutt became a crime lord. Because that's what he is. That's what he is. 
Was, it, keep, uh, was, it, was it animated or is <laughs> no, it? No, I don't want to anymore. Is <laughs> it animated or was it like? I think it was a show that like was supposed to come out like recently. Like it was supposed to come out like this year or something. Hmm. What? Where the fuck is that? They probably would have made it kind of cool. That's from that's the uh, the Boba show. Oh, this is like the uh, the two because the Jabba. Oh, that's, that's like a race of people. Yeah, I know. it's not like there's zero oh, the hut yeah. from Clone Wars. Too. Yeah, I see. Okay, but so, yeah, the coolest stuff in Star Wars is like those those vector graphics when they're in the Death Star and you see like the tracking. It's like locking yeah. out. Yeah, Dude, that's because that's from the original. Like that's period accurate early like awesome. 80s like c or like not even cg but like computer There's designs so cool. like the way it's like it's all like linear like literally drawing lines on mm. the screen to like get yeah. the design that you want to see so it's like it's like really rudimentary but like looks like sci-fi as fuck right. it's like yeah. that's yeah that is sci-fi it's it literally time, yeah it was just before it's time yeah right. it's, it's just like lines on a screen like making like shapes and it's uh-huh. like i mean you know, just watching it maybe in like your room at home probably wouldn't like have the same effect but like seeing it in like that setting it's yeah. like oh shit yeah. like that fucking yeah. that's sick like, it's cause the video game systems that were coming out in the late 70s were just like the Magnavox Odyssey and the these really early like video game consoles would just would have like they, all they could do is have like two lines on the screen and you would have to put like an overlay on the TV like, if you want to play ping pong or pong, uh-huh. it would just be, like, the console would come with, like, a, a translucent sheet that you put on the TV. It's like, oh, I'm playing pong right now, but it's only because um, just the background right, looks like it. Right. <laughs> so, you're taking that and putting it into the film, I mean, all, they couldn't really do much. I fucking love them. I wish we still did that. That would be so funny. Yeah. You can still play, like, the things we guys trying to play some Mario Kart. It's like, yeah. you know, a translucent background <laughs> for every stage. <laughs> Playing Dark Souls 3, but it's like two lines. Or <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. It's a story adventure. Yeah. I saw a GTA 6 uh, trailer just came out. Oh, that's that's today. That was uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah, oh, yesterday. Okay. That's insane. That was like, crazy. Like, I think it literally it's, looks like Miami is what I saw it. Cause it's in yeah it's in Miami yeah like uh, what is it called I don't know I don't know GTA the name is it yeah, just called GTA 6? yeah. I th- but the name of the city they always have like a different name for right. the city I like Vice is that Vice is it Vice City it I probably is Vice City I, don't know. Yeah. I think because I saw someone commenting on like one of the videos they were like Vice looks so alive in this I'm like oh, okay yeah okay. probably Vice, Vice City. City yeah do you think it's the same map as what Vice City was but probably like, is it Miami or is it like Vice City I don't know because I mean that. That, what they did with GTA 5 was like it was literally like a map of LA like I th- I'm pretty sure oh, it was like mostly yeah. like it literally was LA right maybe I'm thinking of Spider-Man like just yeah, yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> movie like it was literally LA <laughs> but no it was like they're gonna get to a point where it's VR compatible and it's gonna be like literally like you're walking around yeah walking around the street crazy <laughs> The graphics look so... You can literally do anything, I feel. Yeah. Well, there's that, that Half-Life game that came out, too. Half-Life Alex, where it's, like, in VR, and it's, like, you have to, like, reload the guns by yourself and, like, cut yeah. them. And oh, wow. So it's already... It doesn't have... It has precedent. I think... I think it's just the Alex. No one really talked about it. I haven't played it. It looks amazing, man. VR, but it's like one of those uh, one of those things I do when I Mm. I don't have anything to watch. I just watch this entire game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've gotten into not this one, but I've gotten into uh, 
at my old job, like a YouTube just live, like live uh, play gameplay. Yeah, Literally, like no commentary. I'm just like, yep, yeah. that's the game. Like, okay, I don't need to play it. I just want somebody play it. That's fine. The rad, bro. That's a deep cut, dude. Okay. I I watched this playthrough of God of War 2018 before I had a PS4, so I knew the whole game before I played it. But then when Ragnarok Damn. came out, I hadn't seen it, so he's I didn't a, know dude, what I was getting into. He's one of those YouTubers that's like he's been on the platform since dude, like yeah, like 2006. Crazy. Damn near, like he's literally wow. been there forever, the whole yeah. time. Wow. But I mean, he's like, he's like, like nice guy. he still gets views too. I like I look know. at his channel. I'm like, still gets like. 300k views i'm like let's go he's a very like agreeable it's not he's not obnoxious at all when he plays he's just kind of he'll like read the dialogue and it's very you know pretty boilerplate but yeah i really like those scary games that are like uh alien abduction or something oh it's like kind of like probably i don't know five nights at freddy's but you're like trying to figure (laughs) out like what's going on and it's like pretty scary and there's like home invader ones too. Oh, that'd be it's like so scary, dude! You're in this house and like you hear like the, like someone at the uh, door. Geez. It's like, oh my oh, god, god. I hate that's that. Home yeah. Alone playing that movie or playing that game. You <laughs> play that movies? movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, Home Alone definitely turned a terrifying thing into something that's pretty comical. Yeah. And sweet and Christmas. Is, is yeah, brutal, I mean, it takes some real skill to make robbery a Christmas. <laughs> home you know, home invasion. Is, yeah. I thought about it that way. It's like, you know, like season's Master greetings. <laughs> You're being robbed. I think who's, it's just... What? Who's the um, the actor who's like one of the uh, the robbers? Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci which, yeah. crazy. Who's the, Joe Pesci again? He, he like, like a, he's like an... I mean, like, he's obviously done most of his movies with Martin Scorsese, like... Goodfellas, He's one of those OG, like, actors that's, Um, like... He's an Irishman. He just, like, does everything with Martin Scorsese. It's, like, one of those weird things where, like, an actor and director will be, like, really good (laughs) friends. Right. And it's just, like, yeah, I want you in this. (laughs) Those two together. The craziest... It's really, like, Home Alone and then, like, three of the craziest mafia movies. Yeah, yeah. He kills this role too, though. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. he like, he does. He's, he's amazing. amazing. Because I mean, he's low key playing the same character, but it's just like, yeah. If he wasn't in the mafia, just like literally like the side characters in Sopranos, like all the crooks that are like, I'm gonna make yeah. it in the family someday. I'm gonna, it's literally <laughs> just what his role is. What's in it for me? Yeah, right. Or <laughs> the sticky bandits, like I <laughs> the wet bandits. Oh man. Probably wrap this up pretty soon. Yeah. Do you guys uh, have anything else you want to plug or? Um, I just say yeah. Just check out archetypes if you want. <laughs> we got uh, yeah. We got yeah. audio visual stuff coming soon. Cool. Yep. I think Very you guys soon. should definitely keep doing the that audio visual. You're stuff into it. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe even uh, like a P- I'm always about like the long. Um, I know it can take away from talking to some video friends about like the horizontal versus the vertical. Yeah. The vertical just takes up way more space, but like even making the horizontal and then like kind of, I don't know. Just Willie's been trying to help me out with that. Out. Every time I export, I'm fine. Man, I got to work on my <laughs> exporting skills because I'm like, I finished the edit and I'm like, 
there we go. Yeah. That's the video. Like, I don't fucking, like, reform I don't understand, like, rendering that, too. It's That's so weird. Like, Willie is, like, Willie's a master editor, man. He's, yeah. like, fucking, Shout he's the one. Shout, Shout out to Willie. 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 We talked about you a lot today. <laughs> I just, like, me Shout riding whack. Willie. Shout out Wack. Wack, Wacky, Shout out Wack. Anything but Wack. <laughs> Kill Goober, man. He's a Shout musician. Shout out Kill Goober. Shout out <laughs> is that William. Bulldog out anywhere? Is that yeah, you uh, Bulldog there? is. It's gonna be out. It got like a screening on the 16th. So I mean. Oh wait, where where at? It's at uh the Union. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be like cool. telling people like this week pretty much. We're I'm gonna coming. be sending out messages. Pull up, dog. Saturday, Pull up. Right? The, yeah, uh, yeah, the 16th. Of yeah, the 16th. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah. I don't like. It's obviously like not just mine. It's like every, all the seniors. Yeah, it's so fun. I love senior screenings. The senior screenings are like. This is one dude, Robert Mercer. He's fucking... He's such a good senior, dude. Oh, my God. It's like a hand-drawn animation. Man, that's... It's really that's cool. That's not Mercer Michael Grandstand, is it? Mercer? Uh, Robert Mercer? Okay, probably different. Yeah, I don't know. Robert Mercer, he's uh, he's in the film program. Like, yeah, okay, I, never mind. I've barely spoken to him. I'm like, fucking... I hope he doesn't see this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You getting a random shot out man? I'm sure to tag him. <laughs> I know, just like comment on it like people mention <laughs> yeah. I know some podcasts do that but I just don't have the time to go through the podcast and be like oh right there's a person I can't even do that shit for like like a normal Instagram post I'm like I feel like just giving someone like picture credits or something I'm like that's weird they're not even in the picture <laughs> call the movie a picture <laughs> like Martin Scorsese hey man that's how it goes pictures Cool. But yeah, fun conversation, boys. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Thanks for having us. Yeah, for real, sometime. Yeah. yeah. Part two. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just talk about 25 books. Yeah, I like having people. Yeah. It's fun to have people not uh, musicians on to talk about something else. It's pretty refreshing. Yeah. So, hell yeah. yeah. I'm glad we could fill that niche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> writing. That's why we got archetypes. Whole, you filled yeah. my whole... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, check out archetypes. And uh, yeah, thanks guys for popping Yeah, thanks for having us. See you guys. Bye.